0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas where the snow comes first.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Today is Thursday, January 16th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning. In the news this morning, the stabbing death of a Philadelphia foster mom and a death investigation into the discovery of a body found in a duffel bag may be connected. So this is a pretty long story, so follow along. All right. Uh, It was just after 1 a.m. Wednesday when Renee Gilliard's family went searching uh, for her at her home in the 300 block of Mechanic Street. The 64-year-old mother of a police officer and foster mom couldn't be reached. So I reported this story um, a few days ago. She was found murdered in her bathtub and stabbed. Uh, and with uh, defensive wounds, police said her purse was dumped out, and her SUV was gone. So was her 17-year-old foster son. We believe uh, that he was quite possibly the last person to see Miss Gilliard alive, said Captain of Homicide Jason Smith. Just after 11 a.m., that SUV was recovered by police as it smashed into a truck and caught fire in the 4300 block of Sanson Street. Now inside the SUV were four teens, including Gilliard's foster son, uh, who was placed in her care just three days earlier. I would classify him as a person of interest, said Smith at a press conference. Police connected that teen with two others who had been reported missing in the last few weeks. The first was Jimmy Mayo, whose family had been receiving ransom texts since he disappeared from the foster home on December 29th. The teen in question, in the death of, in Gilliard, uh, of Gilliard once lived in the same foster home as Mayo at one point. So these two know each other. Another teen, 17-year-old Jacob Merritt Richburg, is also missing. His mother last saw him on Monday. Uh, she says that she uh, she's asking her son to turn himself in or come home. Go tell them. Tell them the truth. When you tell the truth, you won't get stuck with nothing. Tell the whole truth, says Gloria Richburg. By 5 p.m., police converged on the corner of the 5800 block of Angora Terrace. Uh, they were led there by a tip. That block was the place where Jimmy Mayo was last seen living with his foster family. In a back alley, investigators uncovered a body inside a duffel bag with blunt force trauma to the head. The man is described as an Asian teen with tattoos. So far, no arrests, no arrests have been made, but they think that these two murders are connected. Um, these two kids know each other, and uh, they are they're basically looking for everybody, and anyone with information is asked to contact police uh, at two one five six eight six tips.
2: So the two are still missing. The one they have in custody, the uh, uh, the the foster kid. Yeah, I believe they have. Is, because, is he a suspect?
3: Yeah, they said that he. Okay. They're classifying him as a person of interest.
2: Person of
4: interest.
3: So not. Oh, wow, that's a yet. confusing story. Right. It is. is. Yeah.
4: They're... There seems to be a level of, I don't know, a level of premeditation on this here, something, right? I mean, it's I mean, there. Two murders. Right. That's
3: awful. Ter- mm. Absolutely terrible.
4: Absolutely. Uh, so
3: if you have any information, uh, police are asking that you please uh, contact them. The search for a missing Bridgeton girl continues Thursday, as Thursday marks four months since police say she vanished from her New Jersey, uh, New Jersey park. Five year old Dulce Maria Alvez was last seen playing at the Bridgeton City Park on September 16th, 2019. Surveillance video captures the last known image of Dulce. The video shows Dulce getting ice cream at a store with her mother, three-year-old brother, and eight-year-old relative. Uh, she then vanished. Dulce's mother said it's becoming more difficult because there are no answers as law enforcement continues to investigate. No suspect has been named in the case. A reward for information now stands at $75,000. The Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office says the investigation is ongoing and again reminds the public they will not be asked about immigration status if they come forward with information. A former Chester County prosecutor was arrested for shoplifting At a grocery store, police say Caitlin Rice attempted to steal four hundred dollars worth of merchandise from a Wegman's in Malvern on New Year's Eve. Rice was stopped by store security in the parking lot and is now being charged with retail theft. Rice was the assistant district attorney at the time. She since resigned from her position in the Chester County District Attorney's office. Is it possible
4: she was conducting an undercover sting? Right. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs)
3: Sting? hell
4: knows? Sometimes people don't understand. We're testing your security here. You know, the big problem with undercover stings is you have to let someone else know that you're yeah. doing that. You <laughs> generally have to do that. Yeah. So $400. Yeah,
3: worth <laughs> so it.
4: It
2: sounds like she just rolled a whole cart of groceries out. That's
3: what it sounds like. And they stopped her in the parking lot. So she got out of the store mm. in the parking lot. And then said, "You passed. You you caught yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Your security uh, is, is secure. Our point. Yes. Let me go
4: to my car. Have a ribbon. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> 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 An award for you. <laughs> now we had uh, we were aware of, of someone
2: that was uh, that did this a couple of times and got busted. Got busted. Yeah, like and,
3: a. Normal everyday person yeah, has a yep. job. Mm-hmm. There are some so people weird. who are
4: kleptomaniac. Yep. There are some people who have that level of. Uh, you look at Winona Ryder, very wealthy, yeah, right? but you remember she was robbing stores no. for a while. Yeah. for some
2: reason, it's exciting to them. It I can mean, be, it has depending, to be depending yeah, on the, yeah. the situation. It's but so yeah, we were all weird. like, "What?" <laughs> yeah,
3: I've walked out with like a case of water underneath my cart from and a about Target. It, right? yeah. And and I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, where?" Like looking over my shoulder, like. <laughs> to go back in. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
4: my <laughs> God. When you think you have, and you're walking towards the door, uh, that's it's funny. There, there's, there's a massive gap between the way I think. For the most part, normal people are like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm robbing the place. <laughs>
3: Meanwhile, yeah. like, the case was, like, 234. You <laughs> right, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But, you know, what, at Target, at least, they have sensors now down. So if you have something underneath your cart and you push your cart by, it alerts the cashier that there's something underneath your cart.
2: Ah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Is there anything said, Target oh, my...
3: hasn't thought of? I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's at all Target stores, but, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers beat the Brooklyn Nets last night in South Philly. Yeah. Tobias Harris scored 34 points, and the Sixers won 117 to 106. They, did it! they held the Nets to just of 16 fourth-quarter points on six of 23 shooting. Ben Simmons, had, ben Simmons had 20 points and 11 assists for the Sixers, who improved to 19 and two at home. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night with the game against the Chicago Bulls. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. The Flyers beat the Blues last night nice. in St. Louis. Yeah, they did also do it winning 4 to 3 in overtime after being outshot 20 to 11 in the first half the flyers turned a one nothing deficit into a 3-1 lead after the st louis comeback and we're able to win it in overtime. Jake Vortec scored the game winner 3:33 into extra session, and Brian Elliott earned the win with 30 saves. The Flyers are back home with a game against the Montreal Canadiens, and the puck drops at 7 o'clock. Before the game, the team announced that Carter Hart has a lower body injury, possibly a lower abdominal strain. He'll be out two to three weeks, and Alex Lyon has been recalled from the Lehigh Phantoms. And Eagles wide receiver Harold Carmichael has been voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, Carmichael is part of the NFL bell centennial slate of inductees and expanded class of 20 new members of the hall coinciding with the league's 100th season celebration the team's chairman and ceo jeffrey laurie said our entire organization is so proud to see harold earned this well-deserved honor Harold revolutionized the wide receiver position and became one of the most productive players of his era and in the history of our franchise. He has served as a role model, mentor, and friend to so many during his four-plus decades in Philadelphia as a player, executive, and ambassador. He is a one-of-a-kind person who loves this organization, who loves the city and its fans, and who treats everyone with dignity and respect. We are excited to celebrate this honor with Harold and his family.
4: Watching the, uh, the highlight reel here, Preston, I've always been amazed at the over-the-head running forward yeah. Catch, you yeah, know, yeah. like you're just.
2: I'm
3: gonna find
4: <laughs> it in the air and catch it. Yep. And that's
3: what I have for you this morning.
2: Thanks, Kath. By the way, not growing up here, I wasn't, you know, 100 percent familiar with with Carmichael, but I was watching a little bit about him yesterday. He was six foot eight, big boy, a monster, mm-hmm. just a monster, even by NFL standards, especially back
5: then. I mean, even now, I mean, there aren't. Gosh, I, there, I don't, I don't think there are any. Six foot eight wide receivers no, right now that tall they don't come yeah that tall. <laughs> no no well, um, yeah huge. usually if you're six foot eight they're like all right here eat eat a lot of food and you're gonna play the offensive line right you right know? exactly well,
2: he was a receiver that's awesome man all right so welcome to Thursday morning Preston and Steve show ready to go again with some cash for you yeah we have a thousand dollars to give away at eight uh, o'clock easy money um and it's simple we give you a word you enter it there's a couple different ways you can enter it and uh, you might just win a thousand dollars happens five times by the way monday through friday so we have your opportunity at 11 but then or eight but then you get it at eleven, 1 4 and 6 p.m so don't miss each and every opportunity to win that cash it's a better chance each time you play uh then at nine we'll uh test your knowledge of dr oz If you saw the show yesterday, you could win five hundred dollars. We've been doing that as well. This is the last week we're doing that today and tomorrow, so don't miss that opportunity. If you didn't watch today, just uh, or watch yesterday, watch today because that'll be your last chance with us to win that five hundred dollars. And we are going to speak to Lou Diamond Phillips today. I love Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, Um, I was watching it. I'll, I'll mention it to him when we have him on. But a couple of weeks ago, yet again. Uh, the movie The 33 was on. Yes. Great movie. I really love that movie. Excellent. It's about the, uh, the miners Mine disaster, who were trapped. Yeah. And uh, it, he's in it. It's a, it's a great movie. He's wonderful in it. So It was well,
4: underrated, I thought.
2: I thought so, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, Prodigal Son is what he's promoting, which is on Fox 29. You can catch that Monday, the 20th. It's uh, a good show. I've been watching it. Yeah, the season continues. So we'll talk to him a little bit later this morning, around 9 o'clock or so. So we have those things and more taking place. I got a big, chunky uh, entertainment report. So we got to get to that in a moment. We'll take a break, come back in a second, and we'll do some giveaways with the stupid question as well. So make sure you hang with us this morning. We will be right back. Not
6: only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
2: Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve Show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic. And visit jfbb.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: So the stupid question today for a pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience, which is now open to the Franklin Institute. The question that I have for you this morning has to do with tigers. Uh, name one of the Indonesian islands for which a tiger species is named. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Name one of the Indonesian islands for which a tiger species is named. Let's see if you know the answer. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr while you're calling in. We will go through some birthdays, Uh, today being January 16th. And I get this list of birthdays, and then uh, Nick always pulls up IMDb, and on the front page of the website, they always have uh, people celebrating birthdays for the day. And sometimes I recognize people, and sometimes I don't. I don't recognize this name, but there's a picture, and I believe she had to have been a Bond girl. The Spy Who Loved Me, Steve? Steve? Uh, okay. Uh, Caroline Monroe. Monroe, mm-hmm. oh, Monroe. 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 Yeah.
4: Preston. She played Naomi. Stellar. I'm looking at the picture. That's stellar. Mainly why I brought it up. I'm like, who is that? You know where you would know her from? Uh-huh. The Adam and video. She's, Goody Two Shoes. Yes. No way. She's the one dancing in that with oh, him. Oh, wow.
2: Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, super she... hot.
4: Her mother was super hot, too. Was in a, a whole bunch of... Uh, uh, British sci-fi movies that. I
2: okay, own. she's seventy-one years old today, so a happy birthday to her. Also,
4: Debbie Allen,
2: fame. You want dream? You got dreams. You want fame? <laughs> you want fame? Fame starts right here in sweat. So shut up. So <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Start dancing. No, that Most was the, do You that, won't make it. That was the intro to the TV show, yep. and she she was uh, it was you know all this music, all these montages and stuff. Yeah. The only actual audio was her saying that. You got dreams. You she was in the fame. movie too,
4: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she was, was the only in, one from uh, no, a think- couple of them. A yeah, couple because of them made it from the movie into the TV series.
2: Irene Cara was the female lead in the movie, and right. I don't think she made it to the TV show. But I think you're right;
4: Debbie Allen might have been the one. I think the kid who was the musician, the keyboardist, the uh, like prodigy. Yes. I think he made it into the series. I like that series. I like the movie. Yeah, the movie was
2: it was gritty. Yeah. It, was, it was cool. You know, they would break out into song dance. and dance yeah, yeah, yeah. In,
4: in the middle of the street and
2: everything. But uh, yeah, so Debbie Allen is seventy years old today. Uh, A.J. Foyt, one of the all-time great uh, race car drivers. And a four- fun name to say. Yeah, Foyt. 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 Uh, and he was a four-time, one of the few four-time winners in the Indianapolis 500. I wow. want to say only, now listen, you, you, race enthusiasts are going to, you know, tell me to shut up, but I think there's only four or five... People who have ever done that in history. Maybe in the only three. I'm not a hundred well
4: Whatever it is, it's a major accomplishment. It is. It is. is I think he's going places. Here's um,
8: something that, that he did uh, that nobody else has ever done. He, he's the only driver to win the Indy 500, the da- uh, Daytona 500, the 24 Hours of Daytona, and the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Wow. wow. And Nick, he did three of those. In
4: reverse. No way. <laughs> in reverse. Way. Nick, can you look up and see how many people yeah.
2: have won four times uh, uh, in, in reverse? Because uh, I want to uh, say, I'm not even going to try to guess. Cause I, I, I Listen, say, I say it be because going.
4: you're going to get a lot of support from social
2: media. Right, exactly. Now, I want to say that uh, that Andretti did it, maybe.
8: Um, Aloncer?
2: Aloncer. That's a name. It is the name Rick Mears. uh, Rick Mears. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, and and Al
8: Unser. So three guys, not Andretti.
2: All right. So Foyt, Unser, and Mears. What about that uncle of yours that you didn't know you had? uh, Kathy, yeah, yeah. grandfather. 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 That's right. Yeah. I forget who's who. (laughs) I
5: know that. uh, So
4: Janice Joplin was a race car driver, right? No, no, no. no. All right. So uh,
9: AJ Foyt
2: is eighty-five today. Kate Moss, uh, the
4: supermodel. I just saw Kate Moss's daughter. And, uh, you know, there was one of these clickbait things with yeah. uh, attractive uh, children of... Yeah, if you thought if you thought yeah. Kate Moss was beautiful, wait till you see this her This time daughter. they were right, yeah. yeah. She was pretty... pretty oh, really? Uh, yeah,
2: pretty amazing. Okay. And she and uh, Johnny Depp were a thing. For the longest time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's 46 today. In fact, she started, like, the heroin chic, they called it, look. And, and heroin yet, heroin just chic. Just to make it Dear really God. stick,
4: she got addicted to heroin. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that. know. That used to be a thing. Opiate chic, yeah. Well, you look like a strung out junkie. Yeah,
2: yeah. She's forty six. John Carpenter, the great director. One of my
4: absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love his stuff. Would you say Halloween's your favorite of his? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to say his version of the thing. Though okay. Halloween is amazing, but I've. I, I, You know, and, like, he composed this music. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's one of the first of those, I'm going to do everything sort of directors. Steve, what's the the line after the head
2: sprouts legs and starts crawling around? It's like, you've got to be effing kidding kidding me. me.
9: That's
4: it. It's It's such a great line. It's from The Thing.
2: Uh, But he also brought us uh, Escape from New York, Halloween, The Fog, all of that. He's 72 today. And then the last uh, celebrity birthday I saw is Lin Manuel Miranda.
4: I like
5: him. Yeah, uh, the actor,
2: playwright, composer Hamilton, huge. Success. anybody see it?
5: Hamilton? No, I, I have not.
2: not. My wife it's did good.
4: and loved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he's the big four 4-0 zero today,
2: fortieth birthday. So happy birthday to uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Name one of the Indonesian islands for which a tiger species is named. 2- 215-263-WMMR, and I will go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning.
10: Hey, you guys rock. Hi. Well, thank you, sir. Hi. All right,
2: so do me a favor and tell me which one or one of the Indonesian islands for which a tiger species was named. Bengali. What's that? Bengali. Bengali is incorrect. Oh. No. Did he say Bengali or Svengali? Uh, He said said Bengali, who
4: hosts a uh, horror show on MeTV. Uh, (laughs) Let me go next to William. Hey, William. Hey, how you doing,
0: man?
2: Good. All right, so name one of the Indonesian islands for which tiger species is named.
0: Uh, I'm going
2: to say the Bali tiger. Bali, yeah, that's correct. (laughs) Hang on. There was also the uh, Sumatra and Java are uh, other islands that uh, the tiger species has been named. Imagine you end up on an island and there are tigers on the island. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) William, you got it right. We are going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience now open at the Franklin Institute. You can jump, play, and climb in this kid-friendly experience and build your survival smarts. Get tickets today at fi.edu. Let's get into the entertainment stories. Meghan Markle's 2020 drama is continuing apace shortly after notifying the world that oh, her... Sorry,
5: i got to do new music for her. Okay. Oh, well, wow. we do have new music oh, yeah. here. All right.
2: Uh, so, her and Prince Harry's plan to step down from the senior roles in the royal family. News broke that her strange father, Thomas, oh God, will be a key witness against her in an upcoming this court guy? case. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Thomas uh, Markle. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, the Duchess of Sussex is suing the Mail on Sunday for printing a letter she wrote Thomas after he. Uh, absented himself from their wedding festivities. The 75 year old will testify for the paper, according to documents filed in London's High Court. The documents claim that he will also testify that she was behind a campaign to make him look bad in the lead up to her wedding. Yeah, otherwise, he looks stellar. Items of evidence are said to include text messages between him and Harry. Uh,
4: according- he did release really a statement, President, and I, th- I thought it was pretty touching. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. That says it all.
5: I'm confused. Who is being sued for what?
2: All right, so she is suing the mail on okay. Sunday, the the uh, uh, the The paper. The it's a tabloid. very tabloidy paper. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so he is testifying uh, that she was behind a campaign to make him look bad in the lead-up to the wedding and blah, blah, blah. So he's on the side of the the tabloid. Um, he's going to be one of those surprise witnesses. So apparently he wrote, according to the report, I've done nothing to hurt you, Megan, or anyone else. This is the text message between him and Harry. I'm sorry, my heart attack is... Any inconvenience for you. Ooh. In the filings he claims that he released <laughs> the letter to the mail because he felt she was misleading the public in her depiction of their relationship. So that's you know, he he gave that information to the to the tabloid. So I
4: okay, all right, so there you go. I guess he has, you know, he, he
5: is a material witness, as they say. Yeah, is it illegal to get paid to be a witness? I mean, even if you are gonna tell the truth. No, there are paid witnesses. Okay. Like a
4: lot of times medical personnel that get up and that will testify in a case are paid. Okay. So, you know, and I think it's also the, uh, it's not illegal to be paid to actually lie, just as long as you establish that ahead of time. <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wait, I think yeah. that's incorrect. Now, correct from along, you're uh, a paid liar for the defense. That is correct. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as the court and the jury is aware of that.
2: Also, meanwhile, you
4: can fly, you say.
2: Although Harry and Meghan uh, don't want to be royals full time, Harry clearly still wants to stay involved. Harry launched the Invictus Games in 2014, and on Wednesday he announced that they would be in Germany. Uh, So, this is, uh, by the way, it's the international adaptive multi sport event created by the Duke of Sussex. In which wounded, injured, or sick armed services personnel and veterans show the world that they are capable, uh, what they're capable of in a series of adaptive sports ranging from wheelchair basketball to indoor rowing. It's amazing. It's really really
4: a wonderful thing. It is. I was reading yesterday that the plan or that the unspoken plan of the queen is to sort of accommodate what they're asking for and with the hopes that as they do what they're doing, they will eventually come back to fully, more fully re-embrace the monarchy and yeah, the whole thing. I could see that happening. Yeah. They probably
2: just need a uh, uh they need a breather yeah. and, and to take it all in, so maybe that's what's gonna happen. Twenty two year old Kylie Jenner may be planning a festival in her honor, her own honor.
4: It's called <laughs> Christmas.
2: Last week, Kylie filed documents to trademark the phrases Kylie Khan. Oh my god. Uh then Dear Kylie god. Kylie Khan spelled with a K, K O N, yeah. and Kylie Museum. Hmm. <laughs> Put it next to the studarium. She is hoping to use them on clothing and accessories, beauty-related consultation services, classes, workshops, exhibitions, and interactive experiences, according to E. Meanwhile, Kylie is staying busy snapping up Fendi and Chanel. Did I say that right? Fendi? Yeah. 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 All right. And uh, sharing her new designer duds on Instagram story. Uh, The items, including Chanel booties and a Fendi bomber retail for more than twelve thousand dollars
4: I don't know how much she's invested in making these decisions but uh, whether it's mominger or whatever but they that's that's a mogul she's yeah. doing all oh, the yeah. all yeah. this stuff yeah. I saw pictures of her yesterday and I, I most of her was built in a laboratory yeah yeah but she looks good
5: so yeah. I'm confused she's gonna have a convention in her honor? Kylie, Kylie Khan. Khan Kylie Khan yeah it's yeah, the... Nell convention right it's called silent Con. Silent 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 yeah right. Khan.
2: Psyadalon Con Con. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that the everyone the just stands
4: around drooling.
2: It's
5: the Con Con
8: Con. Or, yeah, that's what it would
5: be.
4: Psyadalon yeah. yeah.
9: yeah. Con Con Con. Right. This
4: weekend at the convention center, Nel Psyon Con Con. Con Con Con. Con Con. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, center,
2: <laughs> the Con Con Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were planning that. But she's a mogul, too? She is a mogul. mogul. Oh, my God. Except for her, (laughs) mogul means eating roadkill. Uh, Fans have been fascinated by Oprah Winfrey's long-term but vaguely mysterious relationship with Stedman Graham for decades. And now uh, she's spilling some beans in her What I Know For Sure column in O Magazine. How did O get that interview? Winfrey starts out by discussing why she thinks Valentine's Day is no big deal. And also, since she was a teen... Uh, She has since she was a teen, by the way. By the way, do I actually say the word no big deal or do do I just say NBD?
10: Um, That Valentine's
2: Day is NBD. Super cool. Okay. Super cool. All right. Uh, Because it's written NBD. NBD. And I know what that means, but I choose to say the words. Toads and goats. Winfrey explained, I was Miss Black Tennessee. Many of the other girls were receiving flowers and gifts from their beau. My boyfriend at the time, Bubba, yes, his real name, sent me Nothing. And I felt bad about that, and complained to another contestant. And she laid this wisdom on me. She said, "Girl, if your man has to put a flower on, if your man has put a flower on your mind, you won't need no flowers in a vase."
9: Mm-hmm.
2: Then in 1986, when she started hanging with Graham, she was determined to play it cool. She said, "I thought he was nice enough, but I wasn't that impressed. He was polite, yes, and kind. The sort of guy who sits with an ailing friend. Uh, tall and handsome, but for sure, but actually too handsome, I thought, to be interested in me.
4: He did all the right things, Preston. He held the loaf of bread
2: while she ate it. She said, "I figured he must be a player." So did all my producers. They wanted me to uh, uh, not to get involved with that Stedman guy. Huh. Uh, but despite her caution, their relationship ended up taking off, and fans have been waiting ever since for her to make it official. She said. For years, there were hundreds of tabloid stories weekly on whether we would marry. In 1993, the moment after I said yes to his proposal, I had doubts. I realized I didn't actually want a marriage. I wanted to be asked. I wanted to know he felt that I was worthy of being his missus, but I didn't want the sacrifices, the compromises, the day-in, day-out commitment required to make a marriage work. My life with the show was my priority, and we both knew it. And she said, he and I agree... That had we tied the marital knot, we would not still be together. Our relationship works because he created an identity beyond being Oprah's man. He teaches identity leadership around the world and has written multiple books on the subject. And because we share all the values that matter, integrity being number one, and because we relish seeing the other fulfill and manifest their destiny and purpose. What? Yeah.
8: He grew so- up in a pretty poor area uh, in the you know Jersey Shore, but unlike the... Inland portion of it, and um, I, I, you know, he'll still go back and visit family there. But he really made a lot for himself before he made uh, met Oprah. He did uh, really well. Yeah. So he didn't. Uh, he wasn't relying.
2: He wasn't clawing her. on her. Yeah. No. So, but it works for them, you know, and uh, they're it, happy together.
4: Lo- who Who is Gail King? In- is Gail King involved with anyone? She's another. So both these. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, not that it matters, but I was just wondering because a long standing rumor or belief or whatever you want to call it was that they had a relationship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a hardcore sexual, full on strap on relationship. Wow.
2: Okay. Was not aware that it went that deep. Well, no, no, no. But, but the, yeah. anyway, yeah, so. It went uh,
5: pretty deep. Look, it went pretty deep
2: You're bored. You can hurt somebody. Uh, but
4: anyway, I don't know, Steve. I don't yeah. have an answer to your question. Well, there's Deadman in the, in the wings waiting.
2: Uh, WWE Hall of Fame wrestler Rocky Soulman Johnson, who was the father of actor and retired WWE wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has died. Yeah. Did you know I didn't know this? Oh. You didn't know he, his dad was a wrestler as well. I, I didn't know that he huh. was, he was a, a famous wrestler, big yeah. time. Uh, he was 75. Johnson and Tony Atlas, known together as the Soul Patrol, uh, became the first black world tag team champions in WWE history in 1983. I was a wrestling fan, but I didn't follow everything. Right. I didn't know all the. I just knew a handful of the big names, and would watch it when other people were watching, and thought it was cool. Uh but I didn't I didn't know all the goings on of uh, professional wrestling. So I you know to be honest, I never knew that that, that that was his dad, that he was indeed a legitimate huge wrestling star.
4: Yeah, periodically you would forget and say, Oh, I guess he just got into wrestling out of football and so on and so forth, but he had it in his family. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, seeing the
2: pictures of his dad, Rocky, yeah. um in in full wrestling in, in his prime, oh, you see him. I mean yeah. you can see Dwayne Johnson in it his face.
4: We're, we're Samoans and we're inclined to wrestle. That's so. a
2: different Rocky. Oh. No, this is uh, <laughs> Rocky Soulman Johnson. Uh, Johnson, who retired in the early 1990s, helped train his son, who took the rock name from his father. Um, mm. And uh, he's 75, so that's sad. I don't know if he had a, a medical condition or what the story was. I don't know.
4: Sometimes the wear and tear on the body from all that stuff can just cause these issues oh. that... Uh, Visit you later on. It's weird to see Dwayne Johnson with hair. Uh, I think he looks far better with the shaved head. Yeah. Yeah, so sad for him.
2: Rocky
8: uh, Rocky Johnson's father was also a wrestler, a professional wrestler. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rocky Sr. Rocky yeah.
2: Sr. Yeah. Wow. Uh, a battle over a bear in Union County, Pennsylvania now has a celebrity involved. Alec Baldwin recently sent a letter to Governor Tom Wolf asking for his help rescuing a
4: bear from a wildlife sanctuary near Millmont. So what you're saying is, in this case, the wolf could help the bear. Mm, Thank you I. very much. Back to you, Preston.
2: So Dillian enjoyed some food Wednesday inside his enclosure at the Union County Sportsman's Club Wildlife Sanctuary, where the bears lived for 16 years. But if PETA gets its way, uh, it's Dylan. I'm sorry, we'll be moving. Dillian! About uh, six months ago, somebody filed a complaint to PETA about Dylan's living conditions when PETA's captive wildlife specialist, Rebecca Smidensky, uh came to the sanctuary last year. She said Dylan was the most obese bear she had ever seen, and his teeth need a lot of work.
4: Huh.
2: Um, so she had said the uh, Union County Sportsman Club has proven again and again it lacks skills to take care of Dylan. Dylan will die if he remains here. So Alec Baldwin... Join the fight by sending a letter to Governor Wolf saying, I respectfully ask that you use your power to ensure the authorities hold the club accountable. Uh, Baldwin's letter says that PETA has secured placement for Dylan at a wildlife sanctuary in Colorado and will transport and care for him at no cost to the sportsman's club. It's one of
8: these roadside zoos that um, uh, has a history of... Mistreatment of animals. Does it? Yeah. yeah other, I didn't know
4: much about this place. Yeah, man.
8: it's at Union County. That's where I went to college. It's in the middle of the state. and right. It's not too far, Steve, actually, from uh, Clyde Beelings Reptile Land, which is a reputable place. Right. And some of these roadside zoos do just fine and treat the animals really well, and some of them are just uh, not...
4: You feel sad. I went to a place one time years ago. It was in the Adirondacks, and and uh, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, but the, you know, come on. Yeah. Uh, who, who goes? Who leaves this place feeling good?
2: Uh, the bear was rescued from another sanctuary in North Cumberland County before being moved to Union County Sportsman's Club sanctuary. So they're they're trying to work to get him out to this uh, other location where they say that he will be treated better. Well, that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> uh, the internet may want Charlize Theron to play James Bond, but. It isn't going to happen, producers Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson briskly informed Variety. Uh, Daniel Craig is exiting his successful tenure as 007 in the $250 million No Time to Die, his fifth time playing the beloved spy. Film comes out in April. So with Craig out, who's in? Theron has been floated, as have uh, Idris Elba and Richard Madden. Uh, Broccoli and Wilson insist that the search has not begun, but that certain requirements must be met. Broccoli said... Uh, he can be of any color, but he is male. I believe we should be creating new characters for women, strong female characters. I'm not particularly interested in taking a male character and having a woman play it. I think women are far
4: more interesting than that. Uh, she said. So that's a good enough explanation for me. I her agree. dad was the one who uh, created the Bond series. You know, it was with the original purchaser of the Ian Fleming material. No kidding, Cubby Broccoli. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of their stance, and I understand that, absolutely. Hey, Lindsay Lowen's mother, uh, Dina, may face six months in what jail. What do you what? May <laughs> face six months in jail if she agrees to plead guilty to driving under the influence in this hit-and-run on Long Island over the weekend. We talked about this a few days ago. Uh, she appeared in Nassau County. I'm
4: sorry. You want me to say I was drunk? Yes. I am not
2: gonna lie. Uh, Dina appeared in a Nassau County court where Judge Patricia Harrington and her lawyer, Mark J. Heller, held a sidebar conference at her request. There's a bar over there. It's on the side. Oh,
4: that's excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, get a tab going. I'll be right back.
2: Afterwards, the judge told Dina she would adjourn the case until February 27th to investigate possible dis- uh, dispositions and programs that might be available to you.
4: Yeah, and I'm still waiting on a scotch and soda. <laughs> uh,
2: assistant... <laughs> District Attorney Alexandra Wolf said she wanted Dina to serve six months behind bars, because she's had a run-in before.
4: So. I'll serve six months in bars. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can we strike a deal? <laughs>
2: Go to the side bar. Absolutely.
4: And we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. The back bar, front bar. Just as long as there's a booze and a, and a bar center.
2: Alright, I have two hair stories
4: here. Ooh, yeah, hair change. Change. Exciting uh-huh.
2: times. Well, one of them is a hair change. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's start with that. Kim Kardashian has announced her latest KKW beauty collection drop in eight days while simultaneously debuting a new platinum do. Whoa. I have not seen this yet. But I hate the, when she does this. The mermaid hair is waist-lengthy, long, and wavy, Kathy. You hate it when she does this? The platinum, yeah. Oh, has she done it before? Yeah, yeah. I or don't think a, it's a good look either, Kathy. No, this doesn't look right, right on her? No. Yeah, no. I, don't, I
3: don't like her as, as a blonde or platinum or whatever this gray look is. I think she has dark hair, and that's what she looks best.
4: Kathy, we'll she, I agree with you. She has such a naturally... Beautiful organic look about (laughs) (laughs) her That this This is like tampering With With the natural beauty That she possesses
2: If she wanted to do a color thing She should go I mean do like you know a purple or some kind of outrageous you know. A yeah. mohawk. Over the top color. Well, I
4: don't know about a mohawk.
2: She
3: would never do that. She would never do a color. No? I don't think no. so.
6: No. Too tacky? I
4: don't think so. No. Uh, I don't
8: think so. Uh, <laughs> Kate, would you ever do a color? Uh, no. I don't think so.
5: <laughs> I don't think it looks good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> The worst, by the way, worst <laughs> vocal fry is is on HGTV. Whenever people are house hunting, the girl always talks. I really like this
0: room. I went not Know if
5: I really like this? Color. <laughs> really? Well, every it's 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 like almost every single. It's episode. one step above okay. one of those. Yeah. Uh, you know, kazoo. <laughs> I
4: think I'm gonna go with purple
2: hair. Oh, you're talking about one of those um, devices? Is somebody who has <laughs> yeah no uh, right, vocal, vocal capabilities? Box, yeah, will use. <laughs>
4: What do you think, Kim? I think I'm going to change <laughs> the hair <to laughs> All
2: right. So here's another hair story. Okay. And this is, it is it a story or a change? You can hit the sound Okay. Effect. I'll, I'll not, just do that. It's not a hair. No, I want the peanut chop. You want chop. the full? Okay. All yeah, right. Whatever, is, man. What is it? Peanut <laughs> chop. <laughs>
4: peanut
10: chop.
4: Peanut chop. Peanut shop. Uh, Where but, are you going to, Tonto?
2: Peanut shop. Uh, <laughs> peanut shop. I like that better. Yeah. Hang on one more time. Let's do that. Peanut <laughs> shop. <laughs> Brad Pitt is borrowing Jennifer Aniston's longtime stylist. No. And friends, Nina Claire Hallworth. Uh, the fix, 50, Now, it says stylist. I assume it was a hairstylist. It's probably not. It's probably a... Uh, A fashion designer or stylist. Uh, It could be, though. Uh, Brad Pitt has some lovely locks. He does. He does. The 56-year-old snagged them from his appearances in Brioni's springtime, summer. Winter and fall? Spring slash summer 2020 tailoring legends advertising campaign. So it's clothes. Ah. Pitt also wore Brioni to the 2020 Golden Globes. What's
5: his cologne again? What's the one he hawks? Does he do Sauvage? Or no, no. Uh, I don't
4: know. <laughs> what was it called? Sauvage. Sauvage. Sandwich. He does, oh, uh,
5: marron glaze. Marron <laughs> glaze yeah. Marron glaze. No, what glase. does he do? He does, uh, no, because that does Sauvage. He does... Dior? Maybe, maybe Dior. Empire's Crumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ritz crackerfuls.
2: <laughs> Ritz crackerfuls. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I just forgot what the. Casey, ex, the, yeah. Casey did the parody of the uh, the Brad Pitt. He did he did a, a a fragrance commercial ages ago, and it was the most pompous sounding thing uh-huh. ever. It was. And Casey did a parody of it for Ritz crackerfuls.
8: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so anyhow, he has taken uh, her stylist. Uh, Let me see. I have a third
8: one for you, Preston. Okay, this just in. Oh wait, this just just in. This is a friend of the show,
2: Glenn Howerton.
8: He was blonde, and now he's gone. He's gotten rid of blonde. He's gone back to the natural, uh, dirty blonde slash okay. brunette. Okay. What was the blonde for? <laughs> it must have been a role, Steve. But he's going the, um, on his Instagram post. It says he's tagging AP Bio three, which I guess means the third season of it.
4: I but thought they canceled it. That's what I thought.
8: But uh, it says uh, NBC. That's got to be Bio. lonely
4: if you show up and no one's there. AP Bio three. Okay,
2: yeah, Interesting. season yeah. three. I liked it. He's he's
4: basically playing the exact same role he's playing on It's Always Sunny. Mm. uh, But it was still a a fun show. All right. One more story is
2: all we have. Time for... Damn it. Uh we'll do two more quickies. Yay! Right? Uh how about this? Uh Universal Pictures. Uh the studio that just gave us cats is about to die another day with Doolittle. The movie cost hundred and seventy five million dollars and may not make twenty million this weekend. Uh Uh the remake stars Robert Downey Jr. in one of his rare non Avengers movies in a decade. A load of celebrities, including a Spider-Man protege, Tom Holland, voice various animals in the new movie. In the new movie, but apparently it doesn't help. Every review is a pan or worse. Oh no! So far, the movie has a 17 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just horrible, and is uh, just uh, stinking up the uh, the reviews. <laughs> One <laughs> problem is. is that Downey, for some reason, speaks in a Welsh accent, uh, and reviewers note that the film had to be re-recorded to fix his accent. And that the result is a mouth moving out of sync sometimes. Oh, oh no.
4: so he uh, looped the dialogue as they say. I, Loop, there it is. I guess
2: so. And uh, but huh. it's just getting really poor. Reviews so far. Now it's at a 12. Nick just pulled up a 12%,
4: which is too bad. We were just talking about it the other day. It looks like it'd be a a great concept. So the trailer is definitely interesting. And uh, but they I was reading reviews of it pressed. And and a lot of the reviews were saying they walked in wanting to like this movie. Oh, really? Really wanted
10: to like it.
4: Yeah. Uh, And that's what sucks is when you go in, you're like,
2: this is going to be good. And it turns out to and be bad, should, and it makes there, it that much worse.
4: Just nothing in it. But huh. uh, I, let's see how a first weekend can do. Yeah. You have a, uh, a a timeless classic, and you have a, a very popular actor. You have a lot of uh, animals and stuff like that. I wonder how it'll do its first week at the box office. I
2: wonder, I wonder, Steve, with things like Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, how much that affects a weekend. Because had we not seen reviews like this, you may be inclined to go see it, but after you hear about that, you may change your mind. But what if, like, the kids, if you have
4: kids, and they're begging you to go see Boy, it. Well, you go no matter what. Yeah, so maybe that'll be its saving grace. Maybe
2: so. All right, one last story. Uh, Adina Menzel is reportedly in talks to star as Fanny Bryce in the highly anticipated Broadway revival of Funny Girl. Wow. She'd be perfect for She it. would be good. She's got an incredible voice. Uh, uh Barbara Streisand played her in the nineteen sixty eight original film. So Barbara Streisand played Adina Menzel? Uh no. no. Barbara Streisand played uh Fannie Bryce, Bryce in Funny Girl. I'm a fan you, of the movie. Did
4: you are you a fan yeah. of Yeah?
2: Yeah. It was great. All right, we're ready for clips now. Where
4: are they? Oh here we go. There they are.
2: So a teenage boy with a sex therapist mother team up with a classmate to uh, start an underground clinic in sex education In this clip, uh, Gillian Anderson speaks about how the raunchy nature of the show Has affected her relationship with her two sons Here we go
11: I actually feel like I've become more of an embarrassing mom Since
4: I, I used to be a pretty cool mom And now I'm definitely an embarrassing mom It's really, you know, I've got boys who are uh, about that age Or getting up to that age and I just find myself completely putting my foot in my mouth all the time. That's not Gillian Anderson. No, that, unless she's sure? putting on the most bogus British accent.
2: <laughs> that's, there's no way that's Gillian Anderson. The fuck
6: is this?
2: Yeah, totally. Uh, I'd be what curious the is that? to find out who that
5: actually is. All right, so the, the show is the <laughs> Sex Education. Who's yeah. in that? Where's Gillian where's Anderson from? Chicago. Uh, yeah. Okay. What the, the f*** is
4: this?
2: Where's
5: Madonna from? You know uh, Detroit. Detroit, I thought.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I. That's uh, that's weird. All right. Anyhow, we're moving on. I don't
4: believe it for a second. Nope.
2: Still reeling from her ex husband's affair, Grace Hawkins experiences a new romance. But when new secrets come out, Grace must go on the defensive in a fall from grace. In this clip, director Tyler Perry discusses the person who inspires all of his strong female characters.
8: Every time I'm writing a woman, a woman's character, woman's situation, I'm thinking about my mother, who's been through a lot, and I've watched it as a little boy growing up. So subconsciously, I'm always talking to her, always rooting for her. So I'm all, every woman who I hire or character I write or any woman who's watching, I want them to be inspired or or be cautious or, or take care in these areas. So that's where it comes from.
5: Holy mama!
8: Uh, a fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> A fall from
2: grace (laughs) debuts on Netflix tomorrow. (laughs) And there you go. Uh, Today's entertainment (laughs) report, my friend. All right, we're going to break because we got to stay on time today. We have money to give away at 8 o'clock and at 9.30. We want to have your chance. Well, 9.30, we did it yesterday at 10, so that's why I want to try. That's how good we are. But we will for sure get the 8 o'clock. We'll hit that with uh, the easy money and a chance to win $1,000. We're also going to have Lou Diamond Phillips on the program. Yeah. Big fan of his. He'll be on around 9 o'clock. We'll take a break and be be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Absolutely. glad you ask disturb
0: uh-huh. robot
6: tool new music more of everything that rocks on ninety-three-three
2: WMMR. We have a new uh, Daily Rush video that is available at PrestonAndSteve.com. And the title is called uh, British Penis Struggle. <laughs> and the description says, Meghan Markle opens up about being married to a British penis. <laughs> I don't remember this, but I'm sure we had a good time with it. So you can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Do you I, remember it?
4: I, I don't. We've but, had so but, many British penis we conversations. Have been, especially yeah. recently with all yeah. this going on. But yeah. I, what I do love about the uh, the Daily Rush videos is that you'll have one that's just basically a minute and ten seconds. Mm-hmm. And you'll have one that's three or four minutes. Yeah. And all these different things. And, and honestly, we're doing the show and we forget these bits and you start laughing. Sometimes the interview ones are like 20
2: minutes. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. So.
8: It's a great uh, still shot that Nick Murphy and his team put together, Steve. It's a big bend, but it's pixelated. Yeah. So it looks like a giant <laughs> yeah. palace in London. It definitely yeah. does.
5: And then also, just uh, to kind of piggyback on this, um, you know, we put a podcast up every single day, but we also have a thing called a fun size podcast. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes, I mean, it's not every single day, but a few times a week, uh, we'll take one segment that we really liked and we'll put it up just as a, uh, a you know, a, a more palatable. So if you're trying to turn somebody onto the show, hey, listen to this one segment. I think it's really fun. Is it every together. day, Marissa? Is it every day? Let's hang on a second here.
2: It
12: is. And we put up the Bizarre Files as a podcast every day.
4: I, I love it. And there's the Damn. Weekly Rush, too. Don't forget that. That's Damn. true. Wow, that's too much. And you can listen to us. <laughs> On the radio. Yes, you can, yeah. that's right. We give you all this. Crap. Oh, yeah, all this crap that? is free yeah, too. Yeah.
2: Remember when you could listen to the radio? <laughs> yeah. They don't charge you a dime. Uh wait a minute. Do you hear that?
5: What? I was
2: just cueing you. I said I would cue you,
5: thank oh, you. <laughs> I didn't, Damn it! You didn't say that, you mouthed that, and I didn't understand. I your mouth. said
10: I will cue you
2: when I want some
5: <laughs> music. You you mouthed it, and what I thought you said was <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> what? What did you think I said? I thought the, your first noticing story was going to be about me. Oh. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I thought that meant. You. Oh, I love you so much.
2: <laughs> I've got a nugget poking. <laughs> what I was saying
5: was it's not uh,
3: always
5: about you. Casey.
2: I'll cue you. I was getting. Let's start over again. So okay, stop hang on a second. second. Wait a okay. second. Uh, so, anyhow, there's a new Daily Rush video uh, that's available. Oh, do you hear that? What is that?
4: notice, There was said. a bit of a hiccup, but now we're underway. <laughs> he noticed that it didn't go the way he wanted it to. I did time. notice that. You're right. So he started it over again. You're right. And we're all the better for it.
2: Uh, I noticed that something happened 40 years ago today in the uh in the world of music, and it was quite interesting. It was fo- interesting. It was 40 years ago today, in 1980, that Paul McCartney was arrested in Tokyo, Japan, for bringing marijuana into the country. Now, I also notice. This little bit of information that I honestly wasn't aware of, it was 7.7 ounces of marijuana. That is a lot of marijuana. That is, that's essentially a half pound of weed. Wow. Weed doesn't weigh that much. Right. It's like, that's why when you hear an ounce, you're like, oh, an ounce is not much. No, an ounce is a lot.
5: Okay. Uh, It's like a Ziploc bag full like a gallon Ziploc
2: bag full so he had a whole lot of weed with him when he was busted they put him in jail man they did
4: I remember this whole thing uh and uh you know it's funny person when I was you know such a massive Beatles fan as a kid and I remember sitting on the bus (gasps) they don't do drugs yeah yeah (laughs) they don't smoke pot disappointed yeah
2: uh, but, yeah, he was uh, he was with the band Wings at the time, and he was, uh, or, or no, was it, yeah, was it at that time Wings was together? I think it might have just been McCartney, but anyway. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's that time, exactly. Uh,
2: so he had uh, lobbied so hard to grant, uh, to be granted work, uh, a work visa to perform in Japan after Wings was turned away in 1975 uh, due to his previous drug bust. He made no effort to conceal the large plastic bag of pot, though, instead he just, Threw it in his clothes in the suitcase and tried to get well. He's there. Paul
4: McCartney, you figured, but you know what? Actually, as history tells us, he was more embarrassed. He had a steamer trunk full of London broils. Oh, oh man! And he's a vegetarian. He was known in the detention center as prisoner number twenty-two.
2: And spent his time in his eight-by-four cell exercising and reading science fiction books brought to him by his wife, Linda.
4: Takamoto, that's a hell of a shiv.
2: Uh, Rather than accept special treatment, he opted to bathe with fellow prisoners during his nine-day stay behind bars.
4: That's Paul McCartney for you.
2: Uh, George Harrison was the only former Beatle to formally reach out to Paul during the ordeal, sending an international telegram to the hotel. let's
4: play Marco Polo. Uh,
2: The Hotel Okura for Paul and Linda stating... uh, uh, thinking of you all with love. Keep your spirits high. Nice to have you back home again soon. God bless. Love George and Olivia.
4: Do you remember? I think it was was it SNL at that time. It would have had to have been. They were doing the uh, the hostage update. They were you know uh, three days, uh, and there were you know reports from the uh, the, the uh, Japanese prison or, or I remember jail, that. Yeah.
2: And I remember uh, Guido Sarducci, the, the character, right, right. was out front, uh, and, and actually Paul came out and spoke to him. I guess it was after he was out of, <laughs> right, right, yeah. of uh, detention. But, uh, yeah, they did uh, they did some bits with that. Uh, so there were, I didn't know this, there were legends that uh, that uh, Yoko actually set him up. Really? Yeah, because apparently, the, according to <clears throat> one scenario, while heading west through New York City, McCartney had called John to share some of his, quote, dynamite weed that he had scored. Uh, Lennon blew McCartney off, but infuriated, I guess he was infuriated that uh, the McCartneys would be staying in the presidential suite at the Hotel Okura, where the Lennons stayed each summer, thus ruining their hotel karma. He complained to Yoko, this is a this is a rumor, okay? I, so know. I, I don't believe this, according to several Lennon insiders, Yoko used her influence to tip off the customs department uh, to the contents of McCartney's suitcase. But others believe it was Yoko who actually pulled strings to get Paul off the hook and deported rather than jailed for the full seven-year
4: term. How the hell did Yoko have this kind of power? That he faced for trafficking.
2: Uh, Paul was released from jail and immediately deported on January 25th. 1980. There are also
4: rumors that Yoko Ono was the one that said Johnny Depp up with the whole dog issue in Australia. <laughs> no. He so has a dog that should <sighs> not to gone to quarantine. Wow. Uh, just a saying. Shh.
2: She's a role player behind the scenes. Paul, by the way, uh, that wasn't his last run-in with the law when it comes huh. to pot in 1984. He was busted for possession inside of his Barbados resort villa after buying pot on the beach. Uh, it was his fourth pot-related arrest, having been arrested twice for possession in '72, once after being mailed pot while on tour in Sweden, and again later that year for <laughs> growing the illegal weed on his Scottish farm. And was,
5: is, wasn't he briefly a lieutenant in the Medellin cartel? I don't know about that, but doesn't he have people around him to take the fall? You would fit
4: well, or <laughs> right? just that would say um, that would be better at. Well, maybe it's his nature that made it so. Like you said, Preston, he wasn't really going to any great lengths to. Uh, to to hide. That's just kind of his way. And I guess when you're living around that at that time, let's face it, at that time, it it was... was incredibly prevalent it
2: was a different time so but anyhow it was on this uh this wow. date 40 years ago that paul's busted.
4: 40 freaking
2: years 7.7 7 ounces of weed that's a lot wow okay uh i noticed this other story this morning and i have a oh, noticer i have a question for kathy to start this noticing actually Ooh. the
4: noticer's gonna ask kathy a question let's all listen in <laughs> <laughs> no
2: this
3: is like everyone can be here. oh i'm
2: sorry yeah kathy how do you feel about men with beards
3: well, I don't like facial
2: hair. Okay, you don't like facial hair? Yeah, not really. Okay, that's what I thought, and that's why I asked. A study has discovered that women are actually, and I'll, and I'll explain why I asked you that question okay. in a moment. Uh, a, a study has discovered that women are more attracted to men who have beards overall. The research showed uh, that this was the case because um, beards made men seem more physically and socially dominant. You- However... They were not seen as they were not seen as a sign of cleanliness. Yeah. And so those women who did not like hairy faces may have been turned (laughs) off by the fear that they may contain fleas or lice. Oh dear
3: God. I mean I wouldn't go there. But no, to me, I think listen, I know that there are people that, that groom their beard and it's perfect and every hair is in place. But overall, you, I think you have a a cleaner, more put together look if there's no facial hair.
2: Uh, which may this may have an evolutionary root, apparently. So, those same women who preferred a shaven face were found to be the most afraid of parasites, such as pests like ticks and pubic lice. Mean, that's, yeah, that's adding that's, up.
3: That, okay, you, totally. You're right on. It on point here.
2: Uh, the study was conducted on almost a thousand American women who were quizzed about their attitudes towards facial hair. In partners, researchers at the University of Queensland in Australia showed 919 women who were aged between 18 and 70, 30 images of three different men. The men's faces had been photographed with a full beard, without a beard, and after being photoshopped to appear either more masculine or more feminine. The features, which most clearly indicated a masculine face, were a protruding brow ridge. (laughs) A thick—that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Uh, 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 A thick jawline, uh, 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 deeply set but narrow eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and and widened
4: cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. So you got this. Guy. It sounds like Quest for Fire. It does. does Jesus, it? Neanderthal yeah. man. <laughs>
2: With a huge (laughs) brow ridge, thick jawline, deeply narrow-set eyes, and widened cheekbones. Guess who landed a job with Geico? Uh, When the the participants were shown the images that uh, they had to rate their attractiveness for both a long-term relationship and a short-term relationship on a scale uh, from 0 to 100, in the results, it seemed that the hairier the face, the more attractive the photo was rated.
4: I've heard conflict and you've had conflicting surveys of course these surveys can all sometimes stand in contradiction of each other I think like for you the beard has been and it's a very modest beard yeah I don't do the big been, full right,
2: fluffy hairy beard has yeah. been
4: a a, a a good framing yeah, for your it, face and in fact I had
2: uh I had accidentally shaved part of it off <laughs> it's happened before yeah you the, wrong setting, right? I had the wrong setting the wrong setting on the guard and I'm like well all right, I'll just I'll take it all the way down and I did, and uh, I, I posted a picture on social media, and people were like, ugh. Oh,
3: really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. what was that? I want to see the picture. It was a while
2: back. Oh. I'll have to find it, Kath. But I thought the same thing. I looked at it, and I'm like, oh. Ugh. That happened while I had <laughs>
8: hair on my face. My face, my face turned yeah. into that, so I definitely prefer the beard oh personally. Why myself. do I have anchovies? Uh, two or three weeks ago, and I, I completely got my beard shaved off. I like to do that once or twice a year just to get the pubic hair out. of think <laughs> well, of the most—it's the, it's the lice and the parasites. The lice, and the parasites. <laughs> it's the ticks, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. No, but it was—it was getting unkempt, and it wasn't. I was not keeping it very neat, so I, I shaved it all off. The rea- and I posted a, a picture as yeah. well, Preston, on Instagram. I've never gotten the reaction that I, that I. It, I was very surprised at the reaction that I got because it was really mixed. Some people thought that it looked great, and I looked a lot younger. That's yeah. what I was
3: going to say for you. You look younger when you don't have a beard. And
8: then some people thought that I always look better with a beard. So I, I don't I don't really care either way, but uh, it was interesting to see the mixed reaction. I didn't like it. You didn't like those, I, the I, full I didn't shave? Like,
2: I didn't like the full shave on you, Nick. I, I, I wasn't going to comment on it, but, uh, yeah, I didn't Christ, that.
4: he looks bad.
2: <laughs> I can't <laughs> even look across the console at him. Here you go. Here's that's That's when I shaved it off. Okay, I think I look like a turtle. (laughs) 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 Turtle, turtle. but a nice turtle. Well, I'm a nice turtle, but I mean, I think
3: your beard. I
2: like you a (laughs) lot.
3: It makes you look a little more like a little more hip. Really?
4: (laughs)
2: Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Okay. The beard.
4: The beard. Yeah, yeah, it it does. More
3: stylish. I mean, I am Not sure if that actually makes sense, but um, I I think your beard helps you. (laughs) Oh, I
2: remember why I shaved it off. Because we had lice in the family, and I was like,
9: oh <laughs> God, there go.
8: Oh uh, so why didn't you shave your head? And uh, I wasn't going to do that.
2: <laughs> I, I know I would look like I, a complete idiot if I shaved my head.
8: I think you look younger, Preston, with the, with a shave because uh, that's how I first met you. You didn't right. have a beard when I, when we first started working together, so it looks. it reminds me of younger you. I don't know if you actually look younger, though.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, men, by the way, with a more masculine, bearded face were rated the most attractive by women for both relationship lengths. Uh, mm. It almost, in almost all scenarios, the more facially masculine photos were rated as more attractive than the feminized photos as well. The research team has several reasons why this could be, and you could go on because you know masculine faces uh, uh, signal a physically stronger and more socially dominant male, and so on and, and so forth.
4: And a big beefy penis.
2: Yeah, that. Well, maybe that's part. I don't know. Big beefy. Uh, so apparently overall, uh, according to this, that women do prefer a, a, you know, a beard.
4: So my wife, um, does not like facial hair, uh, okay. you know, and, uh, but, but on me, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's other, uh, I don't think I've ever seen facial hair on you.
5: Uh, I used to have it. Yeah, I used to but have I, Listen, I've known you for 22 years. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been
4: rocking this look kind no, of. Well,
3: sh- occasionally, you'll, if you don't do like a fresh shave, he'll get, you'll that see. Doesn't count. I'll
4: get a scruff. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. scruff. I'll get that sexy scruff. <laughs> he might go. Oh, Shrek's looking hot today.
5: He might go two days without shaving. <laughs> My cousin's the same way. He, he always shaves. And when we did our trip down through uh, the Grand Canyon, he couldn't shave. And, uh, I mean, he could have, but he just didn't bring anything. It's I, illegal. No, it's not illegal. We just, you know, we were roughing it for eight days on in the Grand Canyon <laughs> camping and stuff. See if they have signs of a razor with the, yeah. the cross no. through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you down there in the river, stop shaving. <laughs> uh, but I thought he looked better. I, I was like, I, I think it looks good, but he oh. just... Is i not used to that. Shaves every single day.
2: Hey, so here's here. Okay, here's a text. Here's a question. Yeah, uh, and maybe we can get some answers because a guy told me this recently that I, I, I go to to get my car serviced, and he had grown his beard out quite a bit. And I was like, "Wow, you're really letting that get long." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "My wife says when I when I'm shaving, it, she thinks I'm a pedophile. So she thinks oh. I'm not. I'm a pedophile. I look like a pedophile." <laughs> and here's a text that says, "I won't kiss my fiance when he doesn't have a beard because I feel like a pedophile." Oh. oh, And I, oh. first of all, I told the guy, I'm That's like, look,
4: you don't look like a, because you look young doesn't make you a, ped- <laughs> no, like no, a pedophile. No, no. I would say this. I, I tend to think of more like a scruffy, unkempt sort of dude as that being the mental know. image of a pedophile. I thought that Jeez. was a
2: weird comment. So
4: that is. Uh, wow. The doctor is on the line. Oh,
2: jeez. So we should go to him and uh, find out what he wants to talk about. So he's got music, so we definitely have to set up our good buddy and make sure that he is prepared and in the right frame. So let's put this on. Thank you very much. Fox 29, Penn Medicine. Dr. Mike Cerigliano is on
0: the phone line. Hey, Dr. Mike. Hey, listen, this is not new news, all right? Not only are you talking about facial hair, but you're also talking about the structure of the bones, as you mentioned, of the face. Mm -hmm. And there was a study about eight or ten years ago showing that they they looked at the the distance between the forehead and the upper lip, and they found that the more narrow that is – the more likely you were to be attractive, and that has to do with a, a kind of caveman, a kind of mentality. <clears throat> and women are attracted to a shorter distance, and they looked at guys like uh, uh, Brad Pitt, and he has a shorter distance between that upper lip and that that uh, uh, the the forehead.
4: Huh. So, so you're saying from okay, so the shorter distance between the upper lip and the forehead does that
3: is... go for women as well? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, oh, I mean, God.
4: Kathy has landing lights on her for
3: you. And it goes, and it I, goes I can't talk to, to the
0: very, very beginning of time. It's now, instant. I did. I did. A, 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 I checked a few people out, like Jerick and myself. I was off half an inch. All which right. Explains most of my entire life. The, <laughs> you know, the bottom line is, is that there's truth to this. And it goes back to to. The beginnings
4: of time isn't it funny how th- how throughout all of this time and all of these different iterations and all these different um, you know uh, ethnic uh, uh, qualities and 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 the, uh, so many different people in the world but it goes back that far it's that ingrained in us that that still holds true for some people even whether it's subconsciously or not
0: I, it, it doesn't surprise me. It's it's basic it's yeah. science, right? And that's and that's what it's all about. Uh. You're, you're born with a set of cards, and you just you know,
2: yeah.
0: it It is what it is.
2: Interesting. All right. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it.
0: Love you guys. Love yeah. you, yeah. Mike.
2: Loves everybody. But yeah, I, can, I immediately think of the Neanderthal look
4: and. <laughs> I don't know, hey, man. look! Somewhere there were other Neanderthal women who thought, "Jeez, yeah, that dude, yeah, Did you see him open up a coconut
8: on his head? <laughs> Preston, you had a story about uh, Justin Bieber last week, I think, and, and uh, he's rocking the pedo mustache look these days. I don't like that, Nick. I, I, that that you, well, you can't oh, quite grow a mustache. Yeah, and and I applaud his effort. I guess I yeah. don't know. It just it it looks terrible.
2: I agree. That doesn't look good on anybody. Uh, I, I think that needs to go away, but you know.
8: All right, uh, let me see. I
2: did notice some other things. Oh, to to yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I want to get it through. It just never stops. Want to get through some of these things? Well, Spotify now has a pet playlist. The curated mixes are made especially for the pet in your life. After a survey showed seventy-one percent of Spotify users reported playing music for their pets, the company created a pet-focused algorithm for owners. <laughs> This means you can create a personalized
4: playlist based on your pet's personality. I will leave uh, the radio on sometimes occasionally when I go out, you know, just to have some noise in the house for the animals. I will leave on WMMR. Musicologist. More music for pets.
2: David Tay, who (laughs) studies the effects of music on animals and makes animal music, uh, helps Spotify create the algorithm. The feature is now available to use uh, to create a pet playlist. You go in and then... Select your type of pet. Answer the questions about your pet's personality. <laughs> I wonder how much the bands are paying them to get on <laughs> oh that my, particular
4: uh, on that list.
3: This isn't something I ever did, though. Like leave TV or radio on no, for the pets.
4: No, no I do. I, I, of, I will leave lot the TV of on. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, sometimes if it's a particularly busy, and we have a, a rocking security system and so on and so forth, we have the freaking dog who will react. But also, um, sometimes I motion, and if the dog's on the couch and has a particularly sad look.
3: I'll, leave. I'll put
4: on a, well, a, I've had a, an <laughs> inspiring movie. Well, I've had a vet movie.
3: suggest that I leave the TV on. Like, it, I mean, it's not something that's unheard of. I mean, yeah. he suggested. So he said to do it. When, when I had oh. a single cat, My other when, when there was just one cat, he said, Le- you can leave the TV on for him.
5: I have been a pet owner my whole life. And for the first time ever, I had a pet actually react to something that was on the television. Never, answer a ever. Jeopardy
4: question. <laughs> yeah,
5: he, he got it right. He, he got Final Jeopardy. He was what like, is
4: Machu Picchu? <laughs> what is? Oh Keanu? my God,
10: you knew that? Ow. How come Ow. you never said anything?
4: This is the first answer I knew.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so apparently he was paying attention before. Yeah, yeah. And he heard the answer before somewhere. Wait, I know right? this one. Machu Picchu. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good listener. No, um, but it was my puppy Reggie. He uh, there was a dog that barked on the television. Yeah, and he was laying on on my bed at my at my feet and he was like what was that and then he stared at the tv for like a minute like Uh you know what's going and that's the first time i'd ever seen anything like that oh man my
2: dog our dogs react to barks on television all the time do they
5: react
4: to doorbells and things of that nature oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anything okay
2: uh that's uh that's not you know but but the dog especially now with you know if you've if you've got surround sound in your house and everything and it sounds like the dog's off in the distance, maybe outside. Mm-hmm. Then they're immediately going to start barking and howling and whatever, whatever they do, reacting to that. Or at least mine do.
4: My animals are so home theater prepped that I could be set. I could have sounds of cats, massive fighting all over the house through the system, and they just sit there like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, because, it, but uh, yeah, it is funny when you do have a pet that will react mm-hmm. to those things. I used to have two dogs, hunting dogs. That anything on TV that like a police siren in the middle of the living, oh, yeah.
5: oh my god, so cute! If they, if they have hound in them, oh they yeah. will, they will yeah, howl yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, my actually my dogs do go crazy for doorbells, but they don't react to the TV. They think it's the actual doorbell and they run to the front of the house. My yeah. cats yeah. always put
4: on designing women.
5: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> they, they love it. I huh? don't know why. Just Delta Burke fans, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's very well written. Yeah.
2: I understand.
4: All right, one last story,
2: do I okay. got time?
5: Uh, one, yeah. Come on man, don't leave us hanging.
2: All right, an edit button is uh, well, I noticed it that, uh, that Twitter doesn't have an edit button. It does not, you noticed correctly. Instagram does. Uh-huh. And you can change. I change misspellings all the time. I'll yeah. I'll, re, I'll read a post later. And I'm like, oh, you idiot, and I'll change it. But there's not one on Twitter. And uh, CEO Jack Dorsey, even though it's one thing Twitter users ask most for, uh, he said has said no in the past and is still sticking with no. Why? And I actually understand because he has a beard. <laughs> no, not because he has a beard. I I think this makes a lot of sense. Actually, he recently answered uh, some reader tweets. Uh, And said that, uh, he said no when asked about an edit button and explained, you might send a tweet and then someone might retweet that an hour later, you completely change the content of that tweet. And that person that retweeted the original tweet is now retweeting and rebroadcasting something completely different. So you could post something and it's wholesome and wonderful and whatnot, and then go in and tweak it. and, And after it's been retweeted by a lot of people and change it to maybe an inflammatory thing, uh-huh. or or an, an idea completely changes, and the person that retweeted it, in a sense, is kind of acknowledging Re- what you've said and maybe agreeing with what you
4: said, and you could change. You know what I mean? I do understand that. So when I retweet someone else's tweet, um, if, if there was a grace period that allowed you— I think you usually notice pretty much after, once you've sent it, right? Yeah. Most Most cases— uh, and then, uh, where you are allowed a grace period where you could go in and jump and fix it, that'd be fine. So I didn't realize that you could. Could can you jump into a
5: retweet and you can't f with the original tweet? Can no, you? no, no, you
3: can't.
5: You can't f you can't with do any anything. Of no. no, but why not? Why not? If uh, okay, if you are going to edit it and somebody retweets it, why not? It, it just nullify the retweet. Then your retweet and it doesn't just exist. just goes away. Yeah, the retweet just it's a good question. Is, like if somebody um,
3: shares your story on Instagram and you delete your story, it then gets deleted from theirs. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, that might be. Maybe somebody needs to tell this guy that yeah. that's and a good he, idea. He owns you, your damn if you, company. If you go in and edit it, then it would then it would remove
4: all the retweets.
3: The retweets. I just okay. need I, I just need it for like spelling corrections. Yeah. Like sometimes there's an error and I'm yeah, like, now I got to delete the whole thing. May I yeah. Suggest
4: something, Kathy? Yeah. What? Just leave it. Grammarly. <laughs> it's it's it's, a, it's an app you can get it and it goes across anytime you do any writing it'll pop into social media it'll pop into your your documents. And it just
12: proofreads it it, it yeah. just
4: proofreads it'll ask what what sometimes if you're writing anything it'll say what is the tone of this is this informal is it is it informative and it will it gives you
8: it'll even check your grammar interesting. There's yeah. also a, um, an effort, pressed in along mm-hmm. uh, the lines of Twitter where Instagram allows you to delete um, responses. So if somebody responds to something that you don't like on Instagram, you can go in and delete it. You can't do that on Twitter right now. Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of trolls. There are more trolls, I would say, on Twitter than there are on uh, on Instagram. And so for whatever reason, you're not allowed to um, delete people's responses. You can block them. You can mute them. Well, but be- you can't delete their responses. And and so people are asking Twitter to allow for that to happen. But okay. because
3: it doesn't live on their page right so if you if no, you instagram you s- something and somebody comments that's your page so you could delete it right if if mm-hmm. somebody comments on your twitter that's not on your page it's not it? but
8: it's in your feed it's in your twitter feed so if you write something you know and you write uh, you know I, I love pizza and i write back and i say you know pizza's you. totally overrated <laughs> i hate you and you smell bad uh people will see my response to you no matter oh, they what will. yeah so uh, okay. so people can always see that and they can see huh. that in your twitter feed and so people are asking to say uh you know you can delete a response uh for people who
2: say that they want uh they wanted to change mistakes you know the idea to go back and edit he said we've considered a 1 minute window or a 30 second window to correct something but that also means that we have to delay sending that tweet out because once it is out people see it so these are all the considerations and it's just work but we'll <laughs> probably never do it he said
4: well you know what happens also and it's you've seen it happen all the time recently especially Uh, People just do a screen capture quickly. Somebody sends out something and they go, oh, they're going to want to, they're going to take this back. They're going to take this down. Sure. So they grab it quickly. Uh, You know, so uh, I would say this, a good piece of advice is before you hit tweet, you hit that message and send it, make sure you've checked it and you're good with what you're saying. But they're saying in, in defense of the person who retweets it. Yeah, yeah.
2: That they wouldn't want you to be able to go back and edit something without them knowing that they retweeted what you said. Right. You know, because I hear you. you know what yeah. I mean, because they could they could completely change the meaning by a few words, and and then yeah. all of a sudden you yeah. are pointed at it. as, hey, how come you are supporting this? Uh-huh. Blah blah blah. So that's the reason behind it. By the way, somebody texted in full porn available, but no edit button.
4: Uh, isn't that wild? Full <laughs> pornography, uh, and not only that, not that's like good. there's the pizza guy at the door, and let's see what happens. Right. The pepperoni's already out.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Pepperoni's already in. Yeah, yeah, and then in, and out, and then
4: in. Uh, and then there's some sauce. All right, but
2: anyway. I didn't order this. I know, but it's coming anyway. That's all I noticed. Actually, I noticed a bunch more. It's all we have time for. Yes, I'm sorry. notice we leave on a porno pizza connection? Hey, hey! All right. And with that, we're going to take a break because we got to get back. And most likely, it'll be right around 8 when we return. So that means $1,000 yeah. with easy money. The Bizarre File as well. Stay put. We'll be right back.
4: 93 3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Huxley. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword Local Shots.
6: Huxley, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family
5: and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now,
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre
2: Brought to you this morning by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas. JFBB is open for a winter full of snow and fun. You can say big when you purchase lift tickets in advance at jfbb.com. JFBB, where the snow comes first. A Kansas man asked an Iowa court to grant his motion for trial by combat. So he can meet his ex-wife and her attorney on the field of battle where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies. Huh, and did the judge agree to this? David Ostrom claims in court documents that his ex-wife Bridget Ostrom, quote, destroyed him legally. He asked the court to give him 12 weeks lead time to source or forge katana and wakizashi swords. Wow. He said to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States.
12: I'll chop
11: you up into little bits.
2: He argued in court records, saying that it was used as recently as 1818 in British court. Huh. Monday, Ostrom told the Des Moines Register that he got the idea after learning about a case in 2016 in which New York Supreme Court Justice Philip Minardo acknowledged that duels had not been abolished. <laughs> Ostrom said the motion stemmed from his frustrations with his ex-wife's attorney, ah. Matthew Hudson. He said, "I think I've met Mr. Hudson absurd. I've met Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity."
4: All right. Ostrom, now the judge would have to agree to that, and that's not likely. Yeah, I think it's just he's making a point by. You know what? His.
2: Okay. Ostrom said his ex-wife can choose her attorney as a champion or oh. stand-in fighter if he wants to. I think this guy just really hates the attorney. Yeah, that Uh, seems to be the case. So he's going for it. But that'd be pretty wild if they Mm. were allowed to do it. Six tourists have been arrested in Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, we just talked about that. Yeah, after fecal matter was found at a sacred location on the famed Inca Citadel in Peru. What? Four men, four men, and two women entered an area within the Temple of the Sun, a temple built by Incas to host ceremonies. The tourists damaged a wall at the site, and feces was found inside the temple. So they think they dropped (sighs) trowel and Uh took a dump. Doodoo feces?
3: No, it is poop.
2: Yeah, poop. and, And apparently, they found a few piles. Uh, oh, come on. Darwin Bacaleon, mayor of the district, told reporters after the arrests were made that the group had attacked the local heritage. He should have gone to Machu Pupu. He said that the incident is under investigation. Three Ar- Argentinians, a Brazilian, a Chilean, and a French woman make up the group. All tourists were aged between 20 and 32. Isn't the area surrounded
4: by Forest. I, yeah, I don't know what the is. I think I saw is. a picture of this place. You can't go into the woods and take a dump?
2: Uh, the pop- I think they did this to make a point or something. Oh, is that like what that. it's about? Yeah, I think it was vandalism. Uh, rat bastards. The popular Peruvian tourist destination is believed to have been constructed in the early 15th century. In 2014, authorities denounced a trend that saw tourists getting naked at the sacred location.
8: You know, eventually it's going to uh, close because it's sort of sliding off the mountain, the way that the, the mountain is shaped and the really? way the village was built. Yeah, and so there's only a certain amount of time that you're going to be able to actually hike to Machu Picchu. Wow. Okay. Huh.
2: A Florida mother says her daughter, listen to this. And this is a is a tale of abuse, but this is also a tale of a girl going to the extra lengths to make sure that uh, the person is brought to justice. All right. Good. Florida mother says her daughter tried to report alleged abuse by her father for years, but no one believed her. Hmm. So the 14 year old installed security cameras in the house to prove it. And according to an arrest report, the teen turned over two videos to authorities. In one video given to the sheriff's office, a man identified as Damon uh, Becknell is seen screaming, pointing, and even head-butting the teen is also seen yelling at dogs inside the home. At one point, he could be seen hitting the dog and holding an object, which was later identified as a knife to the dog's neck. He was doing this to scare the daughter, or maybe he was really going to kill the dog. I don't know. God. Later in the video, you can see the man's daughter jumping on him, yelling at him to stop. And he's sitting there going, I'm going to kill the dog, holding the uh, the knife to the neck well, of the Well,
4: that seems abusive.
2: Becknell then shoves the girl against the wall and headbutts her. Mm. And according to the arrest report, Becknell was a prominent business owner. And that's why they think that they weren't following through on this.
4: Okay, because he had the money.
2: His last known business was ABC Resorts in Destin, Florida. After deputies watched the videos, he was arrested on January second. Now he's out on bond, but will go before a judge on February fourth. But so much so that his own daughter put up security cameras. Well, I'm in glad the
4: house. she did that. Yes, mm-hmm. and he runs resorts. This guy, yeah, we'll yeah. we retreat you like family. Yeah, we kill right. your dog and headbutt you. <laughs> uh,
2: taking medications meant for animals is not a great idea. A man from Mexico who has not been named had to have surgery after ingesting a sexual stimulant mm. stimulant used by farmers. To invigorate bulls no. for insemination. Oh my, Sh- my god. god. Oh, oh my god. You know, they only weighed two or three thousand pounds. <laughs> he told doctors that he took the medication before planning to have sex with a woman. Uh a he, woman. He went to the hospital after having an erection right. for
4: three days. I took the pill.
2: Where he, had, he underwent surgery. Uh, there's no update on his condition wow. following the surgery by the way but he took a full on <laughs> bill a uh, bull viagra and there you go
4: Isn't special K uh you know it's a cat tranquilizer used yeah. and
5: that's that
4: was sort
5: of adopted for human purposes Well right? yeah and they're still kind of using it like microdosing it for uh people who have uh you know depression wow Yeah uh but a little
2: bit different when you're talking about a yeah, bull a bull boner yeah, yeah. <laughs> Murder charges. This is our last story. This is, uh, talk about a close call. Murder charges were dropped against an Alabama man accused of killing his wife 30 years ago after the couple's friend confessed to the slaying just hours before the trial got underway. Wow. Yeah, the stunning announcement came Monday as 55-year-old Carl Harris was set to face trial for the 1990 murder of Tracy Harris, who was found dead in the uh, Choctawchee River with signs of strangulation. Police said 54-year-old Jeff Beasley, a former friend of the couple, admitted to the murder, providing very specific details about the case. The police department said the suspect gave details about the crime that only the killer would know. Uh, Harris was arrested, by the way, in 2016, the guy who they were going to uh, start to to put under trial. uh, After authorities reopened the investigation, he denied the charges, saying that they were built on circumstantial evidence and faulty witness testimony. So the charges were dropped on Harris's 55th birthday. Wow. It was
4: a normal day in Choktawakta.
2: was that wild, <laughs> man?
4: Normal is a relative term. This is a made for Dateline, something like this, yeah. right? Yeah, totally.
2: All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. You got one minute left, less than a minute, to enter the word oh. yeah to 39333. Ni- three, 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 three. Don't do that. That's the wrong thing. You want to send it to the short code, 45911. The word is yeah, yeah or through the MMR mobile app, or through the contest page at WMMR.com, and you just might win with easy money. So get set for it. We're going to take a break, coming back in a moment. Don't forget Lou Diamond Phillips on the show around 9 o'clock. We'll be back in just a sec. Stream WMMR
1: anywhere
2: you- have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
13: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN Singer. Online, I-HATE-STEVEN inger.com and our flagship store at the other corner of Ethan Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: So, um, interesting story uh, from the Nick McElwain camp. Uh, your son had to have a medical procedure. Nothing serious. Yeah, he's serious. totally
8: fine. Uh, but this was something that I'd never heard of before. And I thought maybe uh, bring it up on the air because of that. It, yeah. it was. It's called an epidermal inclusion cyst. So um I'd never heard of that. I obviously didn't know what a cyst is. Um but uh my my ex-wife his mom and I have a a great relationship we're, we co-parent with him and and so she took him to the um pediatrician uh 2 weeks ago. Right. And the pediatrician uh felt this little lump on his lower back. And so he noticed it um my son noticed it um uh, 2 or 3 months ago. We were actually uh, over Thanksgiving uh down visiting my brother and uh, stayed in a hotel and and my son Ben said uh uh, I have a little bump on my back, and I looked at it, and it looked like a bug bite, right? And so we just kind of assumed that it was a bug bite, but it never went away. It was always there. Right. So the pediatrician finds this thing and says, uh, yeah, th- that's what this is. It's an epidermal inclusion cyst, and you need to have it removed right away. You need to have it taken out. So um, uh, so Melissa called me and said, uh, we need to find somebody to do this. And so you you basically find a pediatrician. Uh, I'm sorry, pediatri- uh, pediatric um, derm- dermatologist dermatologist. Yeah and uh, we found one uh, through the help of Dr. Mike, who is the, the greatest doctor on the planet. and so Dr. Mike uh, found this guy and and uh, we were very privileged and being able to get Ben in and yeah have it removed. Um it's it was about the size of like a mento and it's kind of like a flat disc about the size of a quarter hmm. um and uh, but no thicker than a mento or a spree or something like that. Did it have breath freshening attributes to it? <laughs> Did it have Retsin? It didn't have oh, any Retsin. Oh, no okay. and uh but um removed quickly easily three stitches sewed them right back up. Um and but but the causes of it I found kind of interesting too. It it could have been it could have been a bug bite, like a a, a tick bite or something like that hmm. that never healed properly and it just sort of lived underneath the skin. It's funny that you
2: mentioned, Steve, the uh you know, uh, the, the mentos and they <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, yeah. The, the scent to it when I had a different and you I've talked about it in years past. When I had a completely different kind of cyst, it's called the pylonidal cyst oh, my tailbone. And I got that thing <sighs> lance. Oh god. Most painful experience of my life. Not only did it hurt. Kathy, you're really going to be disgusted
3: I, I, by this. I heard it. No. I know
2: it stunk up the room. Awful. Really? Awful. Did like, it like
4: come flooding out the
2: stench? Uh, it, like it? It just smelled like rot. Mm. Oh my just like God. I, cu- I couldn't believe it that I was in that much pain and I was still able to notice the the putrid smell <sighs> mm. of that. Was, Bonus, right? Exactly. So let me ask you this: When they removed this
8: from him, did they uh, did they put him under? Or was it done in a just a local? What, Local okay. anesthesia, and uh, but the, the interesting thing, and I guess one of the differences between oh. the cysts is uh, this one was it was this sac developed around the infection, and uh, you a could cyst sac, a cyst sac, and uh, uh, you could uh, see it. Uh, so it was encased in this thing, and it, oh it, wow! It, so it was almost like uh, like a solid just pulled right out of his body. Oh. So this this protective sac that formed around the cyst, the cyst sac. Um, was there? T- it's what the body does to protect it f- itself from an infection.
4: It's amazing what the body does in those cases—the yeah. way it attempts to expel anything. Any chance if you had left it there, it would have become a pearl.
8: <laughs> maybe you know what though yeah. Steve, it's, it's kind of like that like yeah. this this
4: that's what the, that's what a that's what a uh, an
8: oyster uh, right. does and it, it, it's a way to protect itself from this infection that works itself inside of a body but it, it was, encases it It encases it and and protects the rest of the body from getting infected by this original infection but i, I found it <sighs> fascinating that, that maybe he got a bug by three or four months ago and this thing was just living underneath huh. the, the the you know the top layer of his skin so mm-hmm. some of the uh, like you uh, they, they put do- it. They took it out. Mm. Put it in a vial. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. What they do with it? You see it sitting there in like a medical vial, and it's it was kind
2: of. Don't kill me. <laughs> it's self aware. <It's> <laughs> right, right.
8: Did they did they, <laughs> they send it
2: off for uh, a, a vacation? Get, yeah, got a to, vacation. Got to go to, Barbados. <laughs> I went to Disney World. I'm only four months old, and I've already been to Disney World.
8: Uh, no, you. Have hey, to- Sist, where are you going?
4: Disney World.
8: You have to do a biopsy, Preston, just to make sure okay. uh, that nothing is uh, cancerous. And in a 99.5% chance of uh, it being benign, and it turns out it was. So By it's the totally way, fine.
2: Kathy, it says update for Kathy. Crash happening on Lincoln Drive from my vomiting right
3: <laughs> yeah,
8: now. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Wow. Yeah, Kathy, I, I don't know if you would have uh, enjoyed this process at all. But I, I
3: don't think so.
8: I, you probably <laughs> would. Have. You're good with needles and goring <laughs> yeah. out pe- parts of people's bodies. It's going
3: to yeah. make you puke. Uh, it was just
8: cool to see the thing. Removed intact outside of the body.
4: There are things, <laughs> certain things like that. Um, you you see them a lot. They, they're usually part of a clickbait. You'll see a procedure midway through, and what happened after this, or you right. won't believe what this is. Right. And some people become woozy when they see it. But there's, as of late, there's been. You talked about your pineal cyst, President. That yeah. that kind of stuff, I mean, is disgusting. Wow. Here's a
2: video. Oh of dear the- God excision of a epidermoid cyst yeah. that we're looking at right so now. So th- is that That's...
4: similar to what you saw in like Kathy's reaction?
8: Yeah, and uh, that, that one looks a little bit bigger than the one that Ben yeah. had. No, no, and, but it was three stitches, and um, you would never know that he had anything inside his body afterwards. Like it, hey. They stitched it up, cinched. Stitched it up so well.
2: The, uh, doc, the show's like freaking Dr. Pimple Popper thing, Yo. and and, oh. and now this foot surgery show. It's, okay. People are kind of fascinated by this stuff,
4: or some people have are. Have you watched Pimple Popper? I've seen scenes. I have not watched the whole show. What your body produces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about, I in some cases, I'd rather have the thing just stay there because of the mess that your body creates to fight it off.
5: So, um... Remember me milking my armpit? Yeah, Casey uh, used to have a. Uh,
4: what so what th- was it's that? It's the same exact
5: thing. I'm, okay. I'm look, I, because of my pen medicine, I can go and look at yeah. all my stuff. So about six years ago, I had a epidermal inclusion cyst removed from my armpit, and that's exactly what it was. That's the same. thing. I was able to
8: milk. Mine. Wow, wow, was Ben no milk in his right? Well, you know, we he never, might have been able to. Yeah, we never tried to squeeze it. You know, like like oh, you would a pimple. And probably you should yeah. always try to milk everything on your body at For some yeah, point. Doctors, yeah, doctors, yeah, recommend that. <laughs> No, listen, it's been my
2: experience. If you see, if you have some kind of a little inflammation or something bumping up, do not mess with it. Exactly. It's only going to make it worse.
5: Yeah. I don't know. It was made for a cool video when we uh, popped it, like, uh, live on the air. But, but uh... Did, yeah. and, and milk... Well, oh, no, uh, yeah, a milked that, we milked out. that thing. But it was funny, Nick, because <laughs> I had gotten a call, I don't know, like, a week or two after the God. Uh, procedure was done. they were like, okay, uh you're fine, it was, it, you know, it, it was a benign, sit- and I was like, what you- I didn't know you were taking that in for a biopsy, they're like, oh, yeah, we, we oh, have, you we gotta to. love
4: that, before yeah. Dr. Mike, and before, you know, uh, my my other doctors throughout <laughs> my life, I, I, I remember going to a, a, one of those patient care facilities, walking in, and uh, I had something similar, and it, it's, the the it was a female doctor, and she says to me, uh, oh, it's, it's a, uh, it's probably something just because you're you you might be getting a cold and it's inflamed, or it could be a Hodgkin's disease. Yeah oh, God. I'm like, what? I but
5: that know. thing had been in my armpit. If that was 2014, my goodness. I it it was in there for a decade. It did was you, in there for a decade.
8: But you feel it like a solid underneath your oh, skin. Yeah, yeah okay. That's, yeah, I mean that's You that's said like, it was
4: singing you to sleep. It
8: was. <laughs> it was like
5: go to
9: sleep. Go yeah. to sleep. Go to uh,
5: sleep, <laughs> sweet Casey. It's a little mouth yeah. on it. Go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> I had. Um, shh. I, I, sleeping. Shh. I felt it when I was uh, taking a shower, you know, like yeah. washing my piss. I'm like, yeah, what is that? And I'm like, oh my God, it's starting to cancer,
8: you know? Um, I'm,
13: and, not cancer, I'm your friend. <laughs>
8: Did you think originally that it had something to do with the deodorant that you were applying? Uh, yeah, so when, when we talked about it on the right.
5: air, uh, I was like, I, I feel like it's. When I put my deodorant on, I'm, like, cramming it into yes, it. he thought he
4: was squeezing deodorant out, out of his it. arm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at that time, you were using Irish tumor for men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hang on. I'm going to go to John. <laughs> Hi. John, you're on the air. Good morning.
0: Hey, guys. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? Um, so, my daughter, um, when she was two, she had something called a dermoid cyst on her eyebrow.
4: Dermoid um, cyst, now, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now, I'm... Um, I'm inquisitive by nature, so I'm poking <laughs> at it, and it just feels really hard. So I don't think anything's the problem. Uh, we bring her into the pediatrician, and they say, hey, this is a cyst. You need to get it looked at. Um, and when we looked at with the specialist, they said it was a dermoid cyst, and it's been grown since she was born. You never noticed it because on wow. on the eyebrow. Yeah. And the eyebrow it protrudes a little bit, so as she gets older, she gets bigger, and you don't right. even notice it. Um, so the specialist told us dermoid cysts are just calcifications under the skin but they grow bigger over time and as they get bigger they start to grow hair and fingernails
9: out of it. What? Yeah.
0: <sighs>
3: my I'm guy. your other this daughter.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
4: yeah. Oh my god. So it's like it's on its way to becoming some sort of something. Oh. Yes.
3: Yeah.
9: Cool.
4: So something you'll have to take really out a college good. fund for. Yeah. Wow. That,
5: how how
4: how, how big was it bad. when they how big is it when they removed it John? It
0: was Mento, just like, a- so, like nick's uh description
4: yeah. okay wow so did they
2: do like yeah. uh mickey did and rocky and you know cut that thing open hey,
4: i have a pipe of diamond and then simon assist
7: <laughs> <laughs> what did you I say rock i didn't
0: go
2: back you didn't go back oh,
0: well i didn't go back to see the surgery happen I just oh just oh okay it right. back in the room and take it out and give her back to me okay
2: yeah. all right and uh so she was fine after that right Per- perfectly fine. Okay, very it's interesting.
0: It's
2: yeah. no nothing. Never
4: I heard got, of it. I got a hemorrhoid, a dermoid, thing on my nose.
2: I didn't know there was a. I'd never heard of a dermoid cyst. All right, thanks, man, appreciate it. But it actually, can grow hair oh. and nails. So, so keratin, right? Isn't that yes, a, yeah.
4: right? Yeah. We well, have the story of the girl who had a uh, skin graft. Uh, the doctor, for some <sighs> yeah. inexplicable reason, took the skin from her, her groin. groin area, yeah. and she started to grow pubic hair out of her cheek. Yeah. Oh, yep uh let me go to bill hey bill good morning Eesh.
10: hey what's going on guys hey bill how you doing man not bad yeah so uh i had a ganglion cyst not too long ago a couple months ago wow there's all sorts of cysts
4: <laughs> on there
10: <laughs> go ahead yeah when i go when i went to uh get it removed they told me there's three options there was uh extracting it with a syringe one was getting it removed medically just uh Incision, and then the other one was smacking my cyst with a book. <laughs> what? what? Come on. I, what? what I is your know. is your doctor oh,
4: Preston's father?
10: <laughs> they said they, the doctor said that. Yes, he said that's what they used to do at least. Smack
4: um, it with a book. Did he recommend what? a particular book? I think To Kill a Mockingbird should get this done.
10: Ugh. Wait yeah, a minute. Dichner, so, yeah.
4: What What's it, that cyst called again?
2: A uh, ganglion. Done in the young town. Oh, I thought it was gonna go right. Whoopam. <laughs> ganglion. ganglion style. Yeah. Ganglion style. <laughs> uh I think I have that. You guys see this right here? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
5: that's yeah. gangly.
3: Here, yeah. I got a book over here.
2: Uh let's take care of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh I went and had this looked at and essentially gangly style. Uh, <laughs> the doctor told me it's not really worth doing anything yeah. about. Uh and oh, smash how, it with a book. How about you, Bill? Did you ever have any did you have it removed or smashed with a book? Yeah, I had it removed. Okay. Uh,
4: still hurts a little bit, too. Really? He sounds like your dad, yeah. though. Yeah, I j- chopped it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I nodded yeah, off. Yeah, I just had my uh, wife back the car over. I interested. like that the doctor's no, advice was Thanks, like, Bill. that's what they used to do. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things that doctors used yeah. to do. Well, yeah. No, no, I, I tell
3: you what he, I uh, know Just what pray
4: to the sun, God.
3: <laughs> no, I think I know what he's talking about, because I had a very small one in, like, the crease of my... Where my f- uh, finger and my palm meet, and uh, my doctor at the time said, yeah, like, it, it, you could go in and have surgery, but it's so small, and you're doing surgery on your hand, which right. is never... Never really the best thing to do, and that it would like if I hit it by accident, it yeah. could just pop and go away, and that is exactly what happened.
2: Surgery should be your last,
3: yeah,
4: uh, last attempt at taking
3: care this of this procedure.
4: I, might substantially hamper your hand jobs. But yeah. I remember uh, hitting. God. I
3: remember it, um, hitting it exactly when it happened, and I like like hit a counter, yeah, and you know right where that crease was, hit the edge of the counter, and then I felt like a little something. I'm like, oh. I felt my finger, I'm like it's gone.
4: Was, was there pain? Way? Was there pain?
3: No, there. I mean. A little bit. It was a little sore, like a little tender at at times, but when I hit it, yeah, maybe it was like a little bit sore, and then that was it. It never came back.
8: A lot of people are texting in because a ganglion cyst is also known as a Bible cyst or a Bible bump, and the reason that they're called that is that people would hit it with a Bible to get rid of it. Wow. So this this doctor was right. It
4: had to be a Bible. It could not be the Torah? Not the Torah. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. Bible. Definitely not the Quran. Not the Book of Mormon. Nope. Not the Book of Mormon. You're just inviting more disaster. Can you imagine that? Whose idea was this? Let's just hit it with a Bible. Huh? Preston, that's your father's medical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I ain't paying no
2: doctor. $100 <laughs> come to come in and do something to hit you with a Bible. I can do it. Come yeah. on. Come here, boy. Give me your I'm going to set your arm on fire. You're Mike gonna... Stein. That's exactly what my dad would yeah. do. Yeah uh let me see here all right there's an, a variety of cysts i'm gonna go to lauren hi lauren you're on the air good morning
12: hi Gadzuk.
2: gadzook all right so w- gadzooks i should say <laughs> no gadzook. just one, one, just Zook one.
4: today <laughs> Wait, i'm only giving you one <laughs> Zook. yeah we still have friday left if your story
2: is decent i'll give you another one
12: <laughs> well i have one that you haven't mentioned yet all right um, go ahead a sebaceous cyst? Oh, what my- is this Sebaceous. It's sebaceous. It's like a um, a like a schwamazel.
4: <laughs> which maybe? Which one? Where um, does this grow most commonly?
12: On my scalp. I on think it's sca- mostly on your scalp. And I'm sorry, Doctor Mike's going to call in and say that I'm wrong. But um, my dad has had them. My aunt had them, and we're Italian, so I don't know if it has to So it they're little late. meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're tiny meatballs. But I have. They're mostly. <laughs> Mainly benign, um, but I have like two more of them on my head. But my, the way that my hair grows, I am hesitant to have them removed because then I'll have like huge bald spots on my oh, head. I hear you. One.
2: So, Lauren, have you had <laughs> okay. have you ever had one removed before?
12: I did, yeah, okay. about two years ago, probably like two two years ago to this day. And do
2: you have, have a bald spot like in that, that area?
12: area? It grew back. They stitched it, um, and the hair is like growing back, and I'm able to part it around it. But you know, it's just. Yeah but um i it when they came out it was like a marble and you can feel them i can feel the rest of them that need to be removed and they're like little marble all right we're looking
4: at a picture of of uh one here it uh, looks fairly sizable on someone's uh, scalp uh when it was growing in it was obviously making that part of your scalp bald yes
12: no it wasn't Huh. Yeah. No, you can you can see them through my hair. Yeah. They may oh. have shaved
2: it for this oh, yeah. picture, Steve. Oh. Hey, by the way, yeah. did it did it hurt when you touched it? Was it uh, tender?
12: No, and okay. I actually. am... You only have one on my head right now, and yeah. I'm viewing it, and it does not hurt at all, okay. and it doesn't move like under your skin, like a lot of um, cysts can move mm. under your skin. So the,
2: I'd
4: be throwing uh, up around the clock.
2: The doctors mm-hmm. say you can just leave it, and it'll stay as is, and you know you'll just have it'll a bump grow. on your head. It'll
12: yeah, it'll continue to grow over
2: time. Oh, to continue it'll to grow. Just, oh, yeah. Lauren, yeah. Get, yeah. get get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Don't because you, <laughs> we we have stories galore in the bizarre file uh, of somebody's got like a you know a twelve pound bump on their head. I've
9: heard and
4: that it's because
2: they just didn't want to do anything about it. I love it. your new hat. Yeah. Oh it's not a
4: hat.
12: <laughs> <laughs> it's my
2: new friend.
12: <laughs> All
2: right. Good Thank luck with that, Lauren.
12: Thank you. Thank no, you. Yeah, it's
2: a sebaceous, sebaceous, sebaceous. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Salacious
4: Yeah, yeah. And crumb?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's named after
8: the cyst.
4: Yeah. Uh, let me go. Dark lord of the cyst. <laughs> let me go to
2: Katie. Katie has a different one. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Good morning. You
11: guys rock.
2: Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of cyst did you have?
11: So I had what is
2: called a Shalazian Oh. So,
11: <laughs> Yeah, so what that is, is, um, and they're actually really common. They're little tiny cysts that get on your eyelids or around your eyes because your eyes secrete a different kind of oil than the rest of your skin. Huh. Um,
4: do they I look like, a- if, I, if I may ask, do they look like little Rice Krispies?
11: No, I mean, hey. oftentimes so small that they're like the size of a pin. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one, but they can get bigger if they get infected. Right. Because they go huh. away on their own. But I got one on my right eyelid in college that grew to the size of maybe an edamame pea. And wow. the way they treat these is... Smack so it don't... with the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They, so they don't cause me cosmetic damage. They flip your <laughs> eyelid inside out. They numb it with a needle. So you watch a needle coming at your eye. They cut it open from underneath and <sighs> clear it out that way. It wow. was... Not painful, but terrifying to watch.
2: I think that, number one, we didn't hear Kathy utter a word. I think she's so checked out on this whole conversation. Yeah. You're completely reading some of it. Did you hear any of that, Kathy? Uh,
3: part of it, yeah. Needle and eye. Uh-huh.
4: Okay.
2: She's, yeah, she's you reading
3: like... the call
4: screener list in abject R. Right. Yeah. How many s- t- different type of, of cysts? Oh, well, right. it's like Baskin-Robbins, oh, 32. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: he was going for a bit.
4: Oh. oh. I wasn't going for a bit. I so, mean,
2: Katie, yeah. uh, so you ended up having this removed, and was everything fine afterwards?
11: So it looked like I had a black eye on my eyelid for about a week after. Oh. Um, and I've gotten other smaller ones. Like, I have a couple now, but they just, you can't tell. Um, and you can kind of feel them, you know, just very superficially with your finger. But I haven't had one that's been infected. Um but i am just I'm waiting until another one happens. My dad used to get them, and it be, like it looks like you have a giant lump on your eye until you get rid of it but All right
4: well it, it's it's and you have some that are just the size of like a like a small needle uh, points point right i mean that, so they they're, they're yeah. different different sizes
0: yeah uh, they, they can grow bigger okay.
4: you reported Thanks, a number Katie. of stories on on like fifty pound cysts yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah what, what kind is there a particular name for that cyst? I think there's a
2: been, I think there's mm-hmm. been a bunch of different ones uh, that we've come across. They've either been fatty tumors and things yeah. like that that yeah. for some reason have have gotten out of control. Uh, but I have
3: I have one in my cheek. I've had it for years since I was a kid. A cyst, yeah, and um, from
4: chewing tobacco.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> the doctor said um, never to remove it. That I don't ever have to, just because it's again, it would be like you know a surgery to
2: inside um, or on the outside.
3: Um. What do you mean? It's like under I mean, my you, skin.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? If if
3: I can feel it from the inside, you could have
2: something protruding on the inside of your mouth and not be able to see it or no. feel it from the outside.
3: So you can't. You wouldn't be able to see it or feel it. You kind of have to push down. So it's almost like hidden between um, my the inside of my mouth and my, you know the, my skin on the outside. But when I get sick, if yeah. if I have a cold or or you know my immune system is compromised, it grows. It gets a little bit bigger.
2: Would I be able to feel it if I touch um,
3: it? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, uh, like I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to I'd have go to, all the way around the room. Yeah, I'd have to show you where it is and, and direct your finger.
6: <laughs> there we go. Don't, we got it. Don't be scared. I'll lead you.
9: It's okay. Don't be scared. I'm gonna let you caress my inner oh, mouth. I hate you my guys. inner mouth. Lump. It's alright. It happens to lots of guys. Yeah.
2: You'll guide my finger?
11: Uh I'll guide your finger, (laughs) and when I quiver, you'll know you hit it.
3: Listen, I thought, too, about different ways I could say that, and that's what came out, because I knew you were going to make something
11: of it. I'll quiver when you hit it.
3: That was my best option.
11: Money shot. (laughs) Yep.
2: Wow. Okay. I've been given the wrap-up sign. We oh have boy. to take her. I know Marissa just brought the full list of cysts, Casey. Oh, hey. Sistler. Sistler. your sis, your cyst is, is on my, my list. Because your cyst, your cyst, I can't
4: on. resist. All right, um, I got my finger to your cyst. <laughs> and
2: I'm feeling you quiver. <laughs> Alright, well I'll, we'll come back to these.
5: Yeah. Because we gotta break and come oh, okay. back and we
2: gotta get uh, we gotta get Lou Diamond Phillips on, but maybe we can run down the list of sis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. list. 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 Uh we will come back in just a moment. Stay with us because we will be talking to Lou Diamond Phillips in just a sec. Stay there.
0: Easy. Easy peasy
1: as pie.
11: Easier than a dog licking his dish.
1: It's MMR's Easy Money Contest.
11: You're shot at $1,000 cash five times every weekday.
1: Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m.
11: As well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword.
1: It's also easy to enter.
11: It's the first thing on the MMR app.
1: Top of the page at WMMR.com.
11: Or use the special contest short code
1: 4591 one random entry wins a thousand bucks in cash every time. is easy money. money. Five times every weekday.
11: At 8 a.m., 11 a.m.,
1: 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Sponsored
6: by Meineke. Total car care since 1972.
11: Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com.
2: We have a guest who's on the line. Waiting to uh, speak with him. And uh, we love him. He's great. He's been in so many
4: wonderful movies and TV shows over the years. Great stuff. I am loving uh, his new show. Prodigal son,
2: yeah, and this is they took the holiday break,
4: yeah, they're coming back on
2: uh Monday, yeah, uh, and you can see it on uh Fox at nine o'clock. Which by the way, I love the fact that it's it's 22 episodes, you know, we, we're living in an age of you only get eight episodes, and <laughs> right? Yeah, hopefully you like it, but uh, but nonetheless, yeah, so uh, let's get him on the line, please. You know, a lot of people don't know he was a um, uh, he was my high school teacher. Uh, I I learned calculus from him. Oh, really?
4: <laughs> back in the day, yeah. A,
2: a lot of people don't realize. No, it's Lou Diamond Phillips. Hey, hey! hey Lou. Lou, we we lost Lou.
9: Where's Lou? I was like I'm, I'm get- done with Marissa. Show. were you talking
2: to him? Yeah. Who's Lou? Oh, uh,
12: Lou.
2: Lou Diamond be. Phillips. Can you hear me? Case, is there something wrong with me uh, the- hear-
4: we- I'm hearing this. I car. hear something. Oh,
2: I will. I
12: will call him back. One second. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that that does doesn't sound, sound like Blue Diamond No way. Well, let take a look at, at NJM film.
2: Insurance Group traffic. Oh. How about we do that, <laughs> Kathy? Can you give that to us? <laughs> yep, sounds <laughs> good. Right. New
3: Jersey That's Turnpike good. northbound. Uh, on the, Oh, we have, shut up, woman.
2: I had a great line with the
4: Calculus
2: <laughs> oh. thing. And hey, years. we're going to do it all over again.
5: All right. It was a great rehearsal. Let's, 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 do, let's right. see
4: how much we can reenact it. Who doesn't
3: know? Okay, all right. There's a big delay on the New Jersey Turnpike because of an accident, so it's northbound. The truck is in the outer lane just before exit six. 6th. It's the start of the inner outer six. roadways. So <laughs> from 6 to 12, uh, exit 12, we've got about a 20-mile delay. Uh, and this is because of this accident. So New Jersey Turnpike uh, northbound at exit 8A is exactly where it is. So uh, just keep this in mind. You want to find an alternate here this morning. 42 north, heavy 55 to 295. 55 northbound jams from Deptford to 42 over the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound. That's heavy the midspan to 8th and Vine on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound. is jams Ver Vare Avenue to the Vine, the Boulevard to Belmont and then Conchahok and out to 202 where the right lane is blocked with an accident. Uh, uh, Eastbound on on the Schuylkill slows 202 into Gulf Mills. The Blue Route to Belmont and then heavy the Boulevard into Spring Garden. Uh, On the Vine, eastbound you're slow. The Schuylkill to Broad, westbound 95 to Broad Street and then the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill and south on 95. Heavy from Bridge Street through to Girard. This traffic report brought to you by Audible. Stay informed, inspired, and entertained on the go with the Audible app. Enjoy best-selling audiobooks, exclusive originals, and more. Your first listen is free at Audible. Audible.com. And that's your traffic on 933 WMMR. All
2: right. Thank you, Kath. Uh, by the way, I was wrong. The President of the United States of America was a three piece band. I was corrected uh, on uh, our text messages, and I did look it up real quick. <laughs> so I apologize with all my heart, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so yes. sorry. Did oh, he have three strings? Uh, he did have three strings. Okay. That, well, that, there I, you that go. I do know. I got that part right. So, um, all right. So we're waiting to see if uh, if they'll call back. I guess. remember everything oh, oh! you said. The Lou Diamond Phillips, I guess maybe his phone dropped out or something like that, so the PR person is trying to contact him. and uh,
4: Maybe the, he's driving here. Maybe he said, listen, that intro was so good. <laughs> I want to drive to the station and meet these people in person. Or maybe he had a cyst story to share. Absolutely. And oh. he was listening
2: to us earlier. So, uh, Or maybe uh, we, we gro- have to
3: move on. Yeah, we grossed really. him out, and he was like, never mind. All
2: right, Casey wants me to play this. Cyst. <laughs> Finally made it. <laughs> Finally fixed it. That's Darth Vader kind of saying sis. Kind of. So there you go. Well, listen, while we're waiting for him to call in, he may or may not call in because they had a window till about 910. So
4: if you want, <clears throat> we're uh, basically a wild Appaloosa and we uh, we tan things down to talk to Lou Diamond Phillips. But if we can't talk to him, we've okay. got to continue with our sis chat. Oh, wait. The
2: hotline is ringing. Because uh, here I can at least tell you how many type of cysts there are. 1, right. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, Jeez. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There are apparently 22 types.
4: That we know of. That we know uh, of. Every they're, day they're discovering new cysts. Yeah, there may
2: be other ones out there. Okay, it looks like our phone lines are restored. Do you remember the introduction you did before?
4: Uh, or or do we risk it and just go to them right now?
2: Well, I did say that in high school he was my Calculus teacher. Okay. I do remember
4: that part. And I mm-hmm. said that I, I I love his show, Prodigal Son, and watch it. And it's just back after the holiday break, so yes. it's on
2: Monday. Right. And I said it was great that it's 22 episodes and not just like the eight-episode run you get with other shows nowadays. I think did we that, covered everything. Did that cover everything yeah, in yeah. our last yeah. intro? Let's try this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Lou Diamond Phillips? Well,
7: I'm, I'm impressed by him. Yes! 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 Wait, you're,
2: you're impressed by what?
7: Yeah! Wow, that's uh, no. And I, now I have a lot to live
2: up to. That, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we we lost you. We went to you earlier, Lou, and you weren't there. We did this big setup and everything, and nothing. We got crickets, yeah. So. I, I, I
7: don't know, The Lines get dropped and everything else. I always I always think it's me. It's like, God, what, what did I do wrong? <laughs> You're just uh, guilty. You just feel
4: guilty by nature. No, it's it's okay. We have it happen quite often, believe it or not. So, yeah. uh, Lou, I do watch uh, Prodigal Son. My wife and I have been watching it. Enjoy it greatly. Uh, and and uh, you play um, uh, you play Arroyo uh, 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 Gil Arroyo who is a, a lieutenant, and you you're sort of the um, uh, you overseer, sort of father figure for this guy whose own father is a serial killer who was caught, and you've sort That's of become I'm looking for other
7: role models, you know. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. and and uh, but explain a little bit for people who aren't familiar because I think the conceit of the show is really good.
7: Yeah, no. Tom Payne, uh, you know, from The Walking Dead, plays uh, Malcolm Bright, who is a serial killer profile profiler. And the reason he's so good at it is because his father, played by Michael Sheen, is a renowned serial killer who uh, who's in jail. And I'm the guy who caught him, uh, and and that took a shine, so to speak, to you know the the ten year old uh, Malcolm Bright. He ends up changing his name, uh, and and uh, you know I, I've, I've been uh, you know kind of a paternal figure, you know, for him. Ever since, and uh, uh, when the FBI fires him, I hire him down to the NYPD to help me solve crime. Yeah, you really look out for him. In uh, fact, though,
4: as a 10-year-old boy, he saved your life because his father, the serial killer, was about about to poison you, right?
7: Yeah, but I gave him a hard candy, so I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> You're even at
4: that point. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. And the show is, is is honestly, uh, I like it's it's pretty aggressive. It's pretty visceral, and uh, you know it, it has a procedural element to it, with also the element of just dealing with effed up families, and uh, that's got to be cool, Michael. Yeah, so, go, go ahead.
7: My, no, Michael, she is, is brilliant. I mean, our cast, top to bottom, you know, Bellamy Young and, and uh, Aurora Paradell and Frank Arts sensation i can go again i mean it's just a really great cool cast and you know i mean there's there's dozens of procedurals out there and what, what was so refreshing to me was you know that it does bring this family element into it uh there, there's always you know really you know as you said effed up dynamics going but it's also it's clever and it has a really twisted sense of humor you know so it's not just your dry procedural uh uh and, and uh you know, in, in this day and age, especially with all the shows that are on cable, it's it's nice to see you know something on network that that has a, a little bit of a fresh approach.
4: No, as as a matter of fact, I, I've said that to people. I said, you know, we 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 get now jaded to what what they can do on on these other channels and cable channels, and I have to say it, it's it's few and far between where a network show will grab my interest, and and this one has. Uh, you're you're right about the dark sense of humor too, because. Um, you just learn cool stuff. You get great ideas on how to potentially kill people, and um, but the the, the sense because because Michael himself, um, you know, uh, is is tormented. He's constantly take, he has to strap himself into his bed because he has night terrors and all of this stuff. It's it, there's this whole complex world that is very intricate, and I, I appreciate that they took the time with that.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is a flawed hero. You know, he suffers from you know PTSD. He's got he's got demons and uh i I think that's great too i mean interestingly enough there's there's a you know a large number of people who can relate to that who can relate to the fact that Malcolm is not a comfortable human being you know he's he's uh, uh he's very heroic but at the same time you know i I think he's incredibly relatable in the fact that he is not. You know, superhuman. You know, in his abilities. It's uh, it's it's really wonderful. I think.
4: Yeah, and to encourage people to get on in on it, I know that you know, because obviously, the, you know, sometimes these things come and go, but the show's doing well. Uh, There's questions as to how much his mother knew about, you know, the serial killing activities of his father. There's this uh, sub storyline of this uh, body that he saw as a little boy in a a box and all of this stuff. All these plot lines. His sister is a uh, investigative TV reporter. All these things working at once makes it a lot of fun to uh, to uh, to to watch. Where is the show shot?
7: Oh, we're we're in New York City. We we shoot New York for New York, which is always, you know, I mean it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely love New York. I haven't I, I haven't actually lived here since I did the King and I on Broadway. But uh, yeah, man, uh packed up the family, you know, like the, the Beverly Hill moved to NYC. Uh, drove. I literally drove uh, all the way cross country with my wife Yvonne, my daughter Indigo. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, five cats and a dog. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: That must have been a blast. <laughs> have you have you done that cross country drive before? Because our producer here, Casey, has always wanted to do that.
7: Uh, I, I I highly recommend it, man. See the country, you know. And and we took our time, you know, because the van rental was uh, you know minimum seven days anyway. So we were in no rush and. Uh, yeah, there, there's just so much to see, and and uh, it's it's a beautiful country, man. You know, if if you have the opportunity, take it, and and uh, you know, don't don't take a straight shot, man. You know, drop, drop off in a couple of places.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Which way did you go? Did you go like middle of the country, south, north, a little bit of everything?
7: A little bit of everything. I mean, we uh, uh, we we started off by heading to the Grand Canyon, uh, uh, which you know Indigo had never seen, and so we did that, and then kind of took the southern route. I mean, well, we tried to. Uh, uh, take, uh, the route that, that was least populated, yeah. uh, but still, but still had, uh, you know, hotels that would take that. So, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was the priority, you know, that, that, that kind of set the standard.
2: Lou, you've, you've traveled all around the world, uh, in your career. And I just want to point out one of the, one of the, you know, many films in your, uh, in your list of credits that, that I thought was phenomenal was, uh, the 33, it was on not that long ago and I was watching it. And did you, did you go to Chile to, to shoot some of that or all of that, or did you guys do that in different locations?
7: Uh, you know, I, I, I'm so proud of that film. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, an amazing and inspirational true story about the Chilean miners that got trapped. Uh, we shot the interior of the mines in a tiny little farming town outside of Bogota, Colombia, wow. uh, in a couple of uh, salt mines, uh, which was, you know, obviously not the most glamorous uh, right. of places. Uh, uh, but all of the exteriors, we did indeed go to the Atacama Desert in Chile uh, where the actual event happened. I mean, uh, we, we uh, wow. shot the entrance to the mines Yeah, literally a mile away from where the actual event occurred. May, may I ask, uh, so it, it,
4: in the movie, I had no idea those, the mine was so sprawling. Mm. And, and, and is that what that salt mine was like or was that a little bit of Hollywood trickery to make it appear that large?
7: It was a little bit of Hollywood trickery. I mean, we shot in two mines, one which was uh, uh, closed and and actually a tourist attraction uh, uh, that was a little bit more comfortable. Uh, The second salt mine where all the trucks drive in and that sort of thing, that was indeed pretty massive. And we went deep in, uh, and and, uh, it was a working mine. So uh, uh, there there was quite a bit of uh, um, noxious fumes and that sort of thing. A lot of our crew people had to you know, take breaks and get out of the, that environment because it was uh, uh, it was not the healthiest you know, oh. thing. And, and, and it makes you makes you very grateful that that's not necessarily what you have to do for a living. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: When you play a, a real character and you have uh, and some have passed and some may still be alive, but um, it, it, as an actor, oh, we just lost him. They just hung up on him. I'll answer for you. Son of a bitch. Do you stay in touch with that person throughout uh <laughs> I try to as
5: much as possible. Yeah. I think uh you, you you Do you want to meet them before the performance because is is the the fear that Well, it uh, depends on what what the performance is. If the if the performance, you know, calls for a f- familiarity, yeah, with the character, then yeah, I want to meet the ahead t- of time. But if you're interpreting the character, you you can't do that and because it will will taint the But right. <clears throat> when you're on a on a set, you you tend to like you forge this bond, and you don't want to let go of that. Right. But obviously, you got to move on with your life. But so, I try to remain in contact with as many people as possible. All
2: right. Good. Well, listen. Good luck with Prodigal Son. It's on uh, Fox. Season one continues Monday, uh, January
5: twentieth at nine o'clock. We love it, man. You're hey, doing a great job. Thanks, Appreciate bro. that. Hey, hey, look out for Young Guns four, by the way. Okay. okay. Thank
4: you, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, well done. Now, middle age guns. Middle aged <laughs> rusty guns.
2: I you think know, we
3: need to do this every time we get hung up. on.
4: I don't think we've ever done that in twenty
2: some odd years no. that we've been together.
4: To Finished an interview
2: but with somebody now
3: else. Now we have to. Everyone. Well, it's this. It,
4: it, it's like when you know, Preston. You're you're you're, you're fingering assist and you don't <laughs> you don't get to finish. finish. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So I guess you know. Listen. They were late with. The, they yeah. technical. And then problem, they but,
4: penalize us. Yeah.
2: Come on. How
5: Shh. dare you?
2: Shut up with that. Um, I forgot. There was something else I was going to mention. It was a list of cysts. Is yeah. there another question
5: you want to ask here? No, no. He's back on
2: the line. Oh, is, yeah. is he's back on the line? <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. It's all good. Okay. Uh, so, yes, the list of cysts. <laughs> Should we go? I'm surprised we don't have yeah. the, uh. Yeah,
5: yeah you're Because probably.
2: you're a cyst. You're yeah, cyst. exactly. That we don't have a, a song ready to go for this. Uh, I can I can run down a list of these if you want to. Kathy, I know you were begging yeah, for this. so wait. it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, a uh, acne cyst, arachnoid, arachnoid cyst. So
4: something that might develop from like a, a, like a bite of a brown recluse spider? Uh, it does
2: not, it says the arachnoid membrane covers the brain. No. I did not know that. So. Your brain is covered by a spider? Uh, during <laughs> fetal development, the arachnoid membrane doubles up or splits to form an abnormal pocket of, uh, Pus? C- uh no, cerebrospinal fluid. Yeah. In some cases, doctors need to drain the cyst. Arachnoid cysts may affect newborn babies. Okay, then you have uh, baker's cysts. Okay, that's when muffins form on your scalp. Yeah. Oh,
10: God.
2: By the way, I'm not going to have time. There's 22 of these. I'm, we're not going right, to break down. just do down. the top 20. We're not going to break down every cyst, but I will name them all. Uh, there we go. Yeah. No. Watch,
4: Watch out, boy. She's a big old cyst. eater. Oh, we just don't have your kisses on my she's list. She's a cyst-eater. Oh, here she comes. The woman is wild. she pop your cyst. Her. Oh, here she comes. She's a sis, Papa.
2: Barthol. uh, Bartholona. Bartholin's (laughs) sis. Bartholona fifth.
1: Fifth.
4: Fifth. I have to take a fit. (laughs) Okay.
2: Would you like to wash me take a fit? It's a Barth- Bartholins cyst. Uh-huh.
8: Yeah, somebody emailed me about that. I, I guess oh. that's one that can live within your body for a long period of time, mm. and if you don't have it removed, it gets nasty.
2: Hmm. Okay, I would you imagine.
8: Nasty. I would imagine most of them do.
3: Nasty girl. Uh,
8: <laughs> where did that come
2: from? Uh, <laughs> nasty girl. Uh, breast cysts. Oh,
3: oh, I have one of those too.
2: No, you really? Didn't.
3: I did. I did. Yeah, that one I had to have removed. Okay. But it was removed. Oh, you guys! It says out. they're
2: often painful and usually need to be drained.
3: Yep, that's I don't exactly what happened. Finger my boobs. Sis. Stop it! I, <laughs> Stop. Where,
2: where, where on your breast was uh, it?
3: You know what? I was so young. Music, I, please. I don't remember. No, Under. Come on. No. The
5: no. Oh, wait a minute, music, sorry. Romantic music, so. music. Sorry, I
8: thought we were
9: doing Can
8: the whole. No, what exactly that. was
3: that? You <laughs> tell the freaking story.
8: How oh. old? How old were you? So I, I just turned 15.
3: Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. I, I was a teenager.
8: It was at an
11: old girls' camp.
3: No, that's so not what happened.
11: And my roommate, Deshondra, came in and
9: said, What's this? Deshondra? So
2: at 15, you had. She was from Nigeria.
11: Wow. <laughs> I loved Deshondra. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she was hot. She went back home. So yeah. you were 15, so that you she were. Said, you were in my,
6: my hometown. This is quite common.
2: You were developed by then.
12: So, yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes. And, and, and
3: uh, it was painful. Okay. And that's why I went to the doctor. And uh, the, this might be the reason for the needle phobia because they had to drain it with a needle.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> did you?
5: Yeah, were you, like, were, like, were you, did they, uh,
4: local anesthetic or did no, they? Nothing. No, nothing. Okay.
5: No, no, wow. No. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So they didn't cut it out. They drained it. Yep. Okay.
2: They sucked it out. Not to scare you, but you probably already know this. It says some studies have indicated that breast cysts may point to a raised breast cancer risk.
3: Well, mm. so the, what What I was told was because it was sore, it was likely uh, not breast cancer because uh, oh. those tumors are, are usually not sore. They're kind of, I guess they're hard. Mm. I don't
2: know. Okay. Okay. How uh, the, about uh, that? Then there's the... Your cyst, your cyst is on our list, list because your like, cyst... Uh, the chalaisian list. Shalazion. 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 Shalazion.
9: Shalazion.
4: Shalazion.
5: Shalazion.
4: Family sis <laughs> We're never going to make it to the
2: Stop. end. we're going to get
3: like to seven. Oh, it says,
2: oh it's Oh, uh, it's what was mentioned earlier, I yeah. think. It was the eyelid gland. Uh, yeah. That somebody called. <laughs> no. it. I guess they pronounced it differently. Called me. Shla- <laughs> shla- <laughs> shla- lazy- uh yeah.
4: Mickey. I need you to hit me in the face with the Bible. The Bible.
2: The colloid list cyst, <laughs> not list. Uh, the dentigerous cyst, mouth. Oh.
4: I'm going to assume. No, dentigerus. that's. I
2: think that's the one that can literally grow teeth. The, the... These are cysts surrounding the crown of an unerupted
8: tooth. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unerupted. Right. Yeah, so it's a cyst yeah. that forms and and can have teeth in it.
3: Wait, and it's not okay. in your mouth.
8: No, oh, it can my. be.
2: Yeah, no. here. Wait a minute. Let me oh. go to George. What? On the phones. Hi, George. Good
10: morning. What's going on? Sorry yeah. to bother your work.
2: No, it's all good. So, did you have a uh, uh, what was it? A dentigerous cyst.
10: Yeah, they called it a parasitic cyst. Twi- a, a cyst.
9: <laughs> <The> <laughs> test.
4: I hate to tell you, you have developed a cyst. Yeah, is that like a cyst? It is, but it has yeah. breasts. <laughs>
10: It was on the Beltline, and it started out small, but then it was I didn't know if it got infected. So I went to Methodist Hospital in South Philly. And when I got there, it, the guy said, oh, we got to set up for, you know, you got to put to sleep and everything. So I had my cousin drive me. Listen, never got no grocer in my life. This Eesh. thing was the size of a fried egg. Wow. The center of it was about the size of a half dollar, and it was like bright white. When they cut it open, they didn't really put me out, but it was bad. It smelled terrible. And for Casey, like, you don't want to lick your fingers after that. And there was a tooth in it? Mm, 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 mm. They They had uh, found hair. They found a piece of a fingernail and a piece of a tooth.
4: In many ways, it probably looks a lot like what Nell's mother looked like. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's
2: okay. That's wild, George. Do you still have a scar?
10: Oh, yeah. Emotionally. With the reason I got it looked at, because it was on my belt line, it was really, yeah. you know, rubbing on the belt. But listen, it was disgusting. They called it a parasitic twin. Okay. That- oh, my oh, God. Is yeah, that yeah, is yeah, that yeah, yeah, routinely
4: yeah. what they referred to a... It's uh, not a cyst. Yeah, it's it was, a parasitic twin. It, it was absorbed. Oh, yeah. wow, you know, wow. Cool. wow. I
10: called I, I called him Billy. I was going to ask if you gave it a name, <laughs> yeah. George. I like that. <laughs> Billy. That's
2: All right.
10: Billy. Oh, Really. Thank,
2: thank you, George. I appreciate it, man. That's wild. All right, then there's the uh, the dermoid cyst. Is we'll that the one that,
8: that uh, uh, Ben had? Well, Ben was the ep- uh, epidermal inclusion cyst.
2: Okay, there's the epididymal cyst. Uh dang, yeah, epididymal cyst, cyst,
4: cyst, blue cyst. There's
2: the...
4: The best of doo-wop combines with the world of dermatology. <laughs> <laughs> In Cisbop.
8: Cisbop. Cisbop5. It's a whole series.
2: <laughs>
7: Isn't
4: that what the is doing at the That's
8: it.
7: Kimmel Center? Pots and pans, big old
4: cysts. <laughs> My man. man. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, <laughs> the geeter with the smiling cyst. We're about halfway through this. All right. right. All right. So the uh, then you have the ganglion cyst. Right. We talked about that. Uh, the... Uh, Hi-dadded cyst. hi dad. are at the high
5: grandmom cyst? Hi-dadded cyst. hi cyst.
2: Then you have an ovarian cyst, which Marissa had. Was it painful, Marissa? Marissa had an ovarian cyst. Marissa?
12: Uh, it wasn't painful at all. I didn't know I had it until my first uh, OB appointment when I was 18 years old. Wow. And the uh, I was getting checked out, and the doctor was like, oh, no. And apparently my ovary was huge, and it was inside of it. But it was benign. Um, so they had to take it out. And I actually found out it was really common. Like, a lot of my friends' moms at the time were like, oh, I had it. You can still have kids. Uh, like, that's really common.
4: Yeah, that'd be, be a pause for my turn.
5: You can still have kids. Ah, damn it.
12: <laughs> God, my mom is listening. She's going to get so mad at you for saying that.
5: <laughs> all right, so so far, me, Marissa, and Preston,
8: and Kathy, have all We're all sisters. Right? Yeah, uh, I guess we are all sister? sisters. Soul sisters. <laughs> Nick, have you ever had a cyst? Uh, I don't think so. My son has, so by proxy, I guess. But, yeah. uh,
2: no, 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 no. You're no. not in the club. You're not
3: uh, in the story. So i try to get in the sister club. <laughs> <laughs> ben is.
2: Yeah, Ben's one of my sisters. Have you had a sister? Uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I've had everything
4: else. Does cancer count?
9: The
4: <laughs> oh, Marissa has a hand signal for us.
5: <laughs> it looks like she was putting something giant in her mouth. Wait oh, a minute. No, we
9: got another Shut oh, the sister! sister. Hey, Come on in,
2: sisters. So sister. sister, <laughs> hey, sister, we need now. We need to have a we need to have a party. We yeah. gotta have We have to have, have it's a sister, sister party. Soul
4: sister party. <laughs> oh
10: my god!
5: Hi guys. Hey. hey sister. So when I was about six years old, I had a uh, sister removed from my neck in the hospital. Wow. Did it have teeth that, in it? I'm sorry. Did it have teeth in it? I don't remember. Was that parasitic twin? All I remember is that I got a gift of cards. To play fish with, and they were shaped like fish. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Ah, fond memories. Yeah, man. No, but I had to stay overnight in
7: the hospital. They had to knock me out.
2: How
5: big was it? It was. It was probably size of a nickel. Okay, pretty pretty good size. That's a decent size. Side of my neck, and had it surgically removed. Ah,
4: what's the difference? Was like a skin tag, you know. Oh, that's like, uh,
3: yeah. that's like nothing. They just yeah. kind of scrape that off your neck. All right. Off I mean, your neck had
4: that. Right. That's going to be in the club.
2: <laughs> nope. Don't, Nick. No, no sir. Don't By try. the way, somebody wrote, uh, Sist Pop 5. Now, that's what I call gross. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I call music.
4: <laughs> all
2: right. Uh, let me see. All right. I'm still going through these. Um,
5: <laughs> For all of us, have... rah, 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 sis, boom, <laughs>
2: There's a pancreatic cyst. Ooh, yeah, I don't uh, like that. Well, let's, let's see what they, because you always hear about pancreatic cancer. Maybe yeah. this is a positive thing about the yeah. pancreas. I don't know. Most pancreatic cysts are not regarded as true cysts. They are referred to as uh, pseudocyst As yeah, it's they, full
4: of sweet tarts.
2: As they do not contain the type of cells found in true cysts. They can include cells normally found in other organs, such as the stomach or intestines. All right, it doesn't right,
4: mean. Yeah. Uh, it's a lame cyst.
2: Uh, Periapical cyst. Ooh. Periapical, I think is probably how that's pronounced, <laughs> not pickle. I would like a dill and a kosher cyst,
4: please. <laughs> I'm having a party. This sounds it's interesting. It's in the cyst barrel by the front door. A pillar cyst. Uh, they are
2: fluid-filled cysts that form from a hair follicle and most commonly found in the scalp. Okay, kind of okay like so this is probably a sugar.
4: very common cyst, then. Here's
2: mine. My cysta, the pilonidal cyst.
4: Hey. Yeah. Uh... Describe all right, they this is the, mesh, the measure that they use in a hospital on a scale from one to ten. How painful was it? Oh my god, it was it was a ten. Yeah. It was uh Well, no 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 the,
2: the here's what the, about pr- the procedure first the procedure to lance it was a ten. Okay. 10! The the actual cyst itself was like a Probably like a seven or an right. eight. It was just, you. I was uncomfortable all the time. I could not be comfortable in any position. Laying on my stomach. Stomach was best, but laying on the back, forget it. Not not possible. Sitting
4: was difficult. Um, all right, so so the, it hurt a lot. It comes, so the pilonidal dimple, which is the, the sort of divot at the top of your ass crack. It's
2: right at the, you know, where the, the point of your, your tailbone is. Yes. Right there. Right there. there. And yeah. so
4: that's painful in general. When people land on their tailbone, <laughs> Uh, it says
2: some it can sometimes contain ingrown hair. Huh. This type of cyst can grow in clusters, which sometimes create <laughs> a hole or it can cavity. can make you sneeze, too. Cavity in the skin. Wow. Uh, then you have renal cysts on your kidneys. Uh, the pineal gland cysts. Which would which be, in, in, yeah. In the brain. In the brain, yeah. Uh, the uh, sebaceous cyst. That's what we were talking about earlier, the yeah. salacious, salacious crumb, crumb yeah. cyst. sebaceous
4: cyst teaches at Hogsworth. The
9: sebaceous <laughs> cyst. <laughs>
4: And then the Tarlov cysts. My name is Sebaceous Cyst. <laughs> My brother will met an untimely death at this very establishment. And I'm here to ooze pus into the sorting hat.
9: <laughs>
2: God. And then the last one, vocal fold cysts. Uh, there are two types of them: mucus retention cyst and epidermoid cysts. Vocal fold cyst can interfere with the quality of uh, the person's speech, sometimes causing vocal cords to produce multiple tones simultaneous, which is known as diplophonia, like or, or hoarseness and breathy speech. I wonder how that differs from nodes that you can get on your on yeah. your vocal cords. So interesting. <laughs>
8: Assistant, shout! Assistant, shout!
5: <laughs> My goodness. Yep.
2: It just writes itself.
5: Uh-huh. Hi, I'm um, John
4: Lennon. Make sure you take care of your cysts. <laughs> <laughs> else they'll pop and teeth will blow out.
2: <laughs> Speaking of that, let me go to uh, Chad uh, for a phone call. Hey, Chad. Good morning.
7: Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, bro. man. I appreciate it.
2: So you had something happen I, unexpected. I had
7: the same cyst you had in, like, the second sphincter hole in the back. Yes. You know? The yes. back and I, I'm a heavy equipment operator, and I was in tears for days. I didn't know what it was. Wow. I just figured it was a pimple or something. Yep. And I went to get a haircut after work, and it ruptured when they went to wash my hair. Oh no. My God. God. Oh,
4: oh, God. Oh, oh, dude. Let me ask you, since Preston mentioned this as well, did did you immediately smell it?
7: I, yes, and I, I ran. I just moved to the area. I was so embarrassed. It, 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 I never seen anything like it. it, it By the way, all over the place. Okay. Chad,
2: I'll bet it was it was simultaneously well, embarrassing first relief. of all, but I will bet relief. it was painful and a relief at the same time. Uh, it was the best
7: feeling once I got to my car and disappeared from the area. It's okay, it, it
9: was baby. remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll clean it up. It's all right, yeah. I'll clean it up. Uh, Oh man. It happens to all <laughs> guys all the time. It's okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> you guys rock. uh thank Have you, Chad. Day. Appreciate it, man.
11: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Think about baseball. Oh, oh, oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Uh then there was another one here. Hang on, let me go to let me go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning.
0: Gentlemen, how are we doing today?
2: We're doing great, man. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm I good. I don't
10: know, man.
2: I don't know. You okay?
10: Hey, hey hearing all this stuff, it, it's entertaining, it's fascinating, but damn, it's gross. Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah. I understand. But you had a gross story, right?
10: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. All right, well, let's have it. So, uh, guys, my brother had a cyst
11: on his nuts.
4: Wow. On his nuts. Right. On one nut or both nuts?
0: Uh, I, I I didn't exactly ask him the location. Okay. And he wasn't willing to divulge the information. All I know is it was a sebaceous cyst.
2: All right. Sebaceous. Was, okay.
0: So it was, it was
10: on. My name
9: he was
0: is sebaceous. It was, on the, uh, it was on the package.
4: So how painful? How painful did he describe it? Uh,
10: it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't. I don't remember it being painful. Yeah. Uh,
0: it was just. It was troubling. Uh, he's you know younger and he's got something on his sack what was had- the
4: texture when you licked it oh stop it did he have to get it
2: removed i'm sorry did he have to get it removed yeah
0: yeah, yeah. he got it removed
2: okay and how painful wow. was that did he explain that uh
0: he was
2: he wasn't feeling good afterwards it, it hurt for a little bit yeah mm-hmm. i can imagine sounds like a mild inconvenience really. <laughs> all right thanks man we <laughs> appreciate it wow
4: I didn't know there were that many. No. Uh, uh you, I figured a cyst was a cyst was a cyst. Uh
2: 22 on this list, uh list of cysts uh here in particular, but there are definitely more I would imagine. So, it's your it's cyst is on this list.
5: <laughs> this
2: uh interesting. Well, uh thank you for sharing. We do appreciate all the cyst chat with our uh-huh. sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there's a club now. Sister. 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 I'm a sister enlightening and, and disgusting. You realize now that at events, people are going to come up to us and tell us that they are a sister, too. Yeah, Great. Uh, I feel left out. Now we need, like, uh, we need, like, you know, products in the MMR rock shop on the system. But listen, all this speak about medical stuff has me thinking about Dr. Oz Aww. and a chance to win some money. Uh, we got $500 to give away. I want you guys to clear the phone lines. I apologize to everybody on hold. We didn't get a chance to get to, but I need the phone lines clear. Because we are going to start with caller number 13 and see if you know the answer to this. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz spoke to Robin Roberts about her interview with a young woman who was abducted from a Florida hospital as a baby. How many years later was she reunited with her birth mother? Wow. Okay. Two one five two six three wmmr On the show yesterday, Robin Roberts talks about an interview with a woman who was abducted from a Florida hospital as a baby. How many years later was she reunited with... With her birth mother. If you know, then you need to give us a call right now. 215-263-WMMR. If you didn't see Dr. Eyes yesterday, you can see him again today at 2 o'clock on Fox 29. We'll have a question about that show today, and you might win tomorrow. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre our
1: file stories on the way as well. Stay there. The President Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. By the way, I
2: love this uh, text after our assist chat, I guess is a longtime listener who just says, my new partner just keeps saying, those guys are weird. (laughs) And then Nick wrote back, your partner's right. Your new (laughs) partner's right. So welcome on board. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question concerning Dr. Oz's show. Dr. Oz's show yesterday spoke to Robin Roberts about her interview with a young woman who was abducted from a Florida hospital as baby. How many years later? Where she reunited uh, with her birth mother. Two one five two six three WMR. I said we're going to start with caller number thirteen. Let's go to Tracy. Hi there, Tracy. Hi. Hi Tracy. So how many years later was she reunited with her birth mother?
12: Eighteen.
2: Eighteen years is correct. Wow. You got it. Eighteen years, Tracy. Five hundred dollars for you. Congratulations.
12: Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: You bet. And thanks for watching, Dr. Oz. Don't forget, you can get a daily dose of the Dr. Oz Show each day. Dr. Oz offers healthy tips true crime stories, food investigations, celebrity interviews. You can watch the Dr. Oz Show weekdays, 2 o'clock on Fox 29. So we have one more show for you to watch to win the $500, and that is today. So don't miss it at 2 o'clock, because tomorrow morning, We'll have yet another question. All right. We're going to do Bizarre File Stories.
1: Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen Dizarre. and Steve's Dizarre. Dizarre. Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by hers. It didn't fire. It Let didn't try fire. More fire All right, here we go.
9: Hello!
4: Yes. There you go.
2: Uh, every trip down the chip aisle is a test of your Philly allegiance. Make sure to grab hers and snack like you're from here. Keep it Philly, Philly. <laughs> With her. So, police say a pantsless intruder entered a couple's backyard last Wednesday and tried to get inside the home through the doggy door. Uh, the Farrells have lived in the neighborhood for 20 years. And they They're said,
4: named the Farrells?
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh, they said that they, they felt safe there until a prowler hopped over their fence and into their backyard. Uh, Hi. 83 year old Fred Farrell said, My wife was very shaken up. Uh, Farrell said that he was working in his garage when the intruder approached the house where his caregiver and his wife, who has chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, were both inside. This would be Frieda Farrell. He said he dropped his drawers and mooned her and was trying to get get her outside. Oh, my God. He said the man tried to force his way into their home through the sliding door, and then he tried to get in through the doggy door. Uh, Farrell said his wife immediately called 911. Help came quickly. Officers were able to get there very fast. They were there in under two minutes. Uh, They then tried to contact the individual, but he decided to run. Officers chased the suspect through the neighborhood. When they caught him, they discovered he was a registered sex offender who Ah. had been wanted for violating his parole and had cut off his GPS ankle device. Uh, Police arrested the suspect, now identified as 48-year-old Leroy Vance, Uh, The feral said that they were just grateful that he was back where he belongs. Thank God he was stupid. Yeah. Vandals in a helicopter dumped a pig into a millionaire's swimming pool in a bizarre video. Clothing brand owner, Federico Alvarez Castillo, said that he was working to get to the bottom of who was behind this sick joke after video footage of the extraordinary incident began to circulate. The creature landed with a giant splash in the middle of the couple's swimming pool at their holiday home near the Millionaire's Playground Resort of Punta de Este in Uruguay. Was it dead or alive? It was dead, but it was already dead.
4: Okay. Uh,
2: footage captured the moment the helicopter hovered in the air before a large object was thrown out. As the animal grew closer to the ground, it appeared to be a pig. It hits the water with a huge splash to send water covering the surrounding decking area.
4: Did someone order from Grubhub?
2: Uh, laughter ha- is heard erupting from someone off camera. Federico vented his rage after furious social media users accused him of being behind the stunt as the video started to go viral. He said, I want to uh, repudiate this act of vandalism which my family and I were victim of. And uh, to clarify, then when the incident happened, we were inside our house and heard a loud noise in the garden. When we went outside to see what it was, we saw the disgusting action, which caused us a great deal of upset as a very, very sick joke. Now The animal is thought to have been dead when it was hurled out of the helicopter, although there has been no official confirmation. I just don't know why, A, somebody was filming, and B, there's laughter going on. Right. And what was it? Is, is it a protest? Someone had to have been on his property that knew, knew this was going to happen. Yes, exactly. So I think he was part of this and did this, but is just pretending now that uh, he didn't. But I think who, you might be right. Who knows? Uh, this is pretty wild. I saw the video of this. A 21-year-old Mexican cartel assassin known for flaunting her curves and dangerous weapons on social media was gunned down in a shootout with authorities. So she's a she's essentially a hit person. Yeah, like a like a femme fatale. Really hot. Yes. Uh, Maria Guadalupe Lopez Esquivel, known at, by her alias as La Catrina, was shot in the neck Friday as Mexico's Army National Guard police raided the safe house where she
4: stayed with several armed members
2: of the murderous uh, Jalisco, New Generation cartel.
4: The, 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 these And there are a couple of these type women that are the assassins for cartels. It's pretty wild. A frightened and disheveled Esquivel collapsed behind a wall and was found
2: with her face and clothes covered in blood. Footage taken during the gun battle showed her struggling to breathe on the ground as a cop attempted to calm her down while she waited a helicopter flight to the hospital. I saw this footage. It's very disturbing. She's, yeah. She's dying. Yeah. Uh, in it. Uh, Esquivel succumbed to her injury several minutes after the helicopter took off. Uh, the hit woman who shared her nickname with the female skeletal figure associated with Mexico's Day of the Dead was regarded as one of the leading figures in the cartel. She led a team of hitmen that killed more than a dozen state cops during an October 14th ambush. At the time of her death, she was responsible for paying other cartel members and coordinating assassinations, extortions, and kidnappings. She had joined the criminal organization in 2017. After falling in love with another leader, Miguel L M2 Fernandez, who was also arrested during the raid. So well, you live by the sword, you die by the dude, sword. It's yeah, it's pretty wild. That stuff really happens. All right, as people were boarding a bus in China, this is terrible. A large sinkhole opened up, causing the bus to nosedive into the deep pit, and tragically, six people died, and at least sixteen others were injured. Whoa. This bus just gets swallowed. An entire bus? The incident occurred on Monday evening outside of a hospital. Footage showed an explosion inside the sinkhole shortly after the bus and bystanders fell inside. Jeez. A number of people gathered to try and rescue the bus passengers, but they were engulfed because the sinkhole kept widening up and people were falling into it. It was 32 feet in diameter. 32
4: feet. We, We tend to like to think that the ground we're standing on is stable. Yeah. All right, and then
2: one more story, and then we will wrap it up. How about this? Scores of people were exposed to jet fuel or fumes Tuesday when a Delta flight was forced to dump fuel over a Los Angeles schoolyard and school buildings during an emergency shortly after departing Los Angeles International Airport.
4: There's a school down there. Let it go. At least 20
2: children were treated for minor injuries after being exposed to the jet fuel, according to the County Fire Department. Uh, the department said that more than 60 people were treated from seven schools in the area. Wow. No one was taken to a hospital. There was no evacu- evacuation orders, but the school district confirmed the students and staff were being treated for skin irritation and breathing problems after being exposed to the fuel.
4: Would that stuff be flammable after that? I assume it will be, right? The, now, the thing about jet fuel
2: is is it takes a high amount of heat to ignite it. To ignite it, okay. So I've seen, I've seen videos where they literally take a match. With jet fuel, and they drop it in there, Won't and it go just out. goes out. All right. Well, um, that,
4: at least there was that.
2: Yeah, Delta Flight 89 is on its way. Uh, was on its way to Shanghai and experienced an engine issue that required it to return to LAX shortly after takeoff. The plane landed safely after the fuel release, which the airline said was required as part of the procedure. But yeah, they need to, if they have an emergency,
4: we are able to dump all our fuel on a school.
2: Yeah. If they, if they have an emergency, they dump the fuel because that will lessen the chance of an
8: explosion but, right. if they go down. But they're supposed to dump it at higher altitudes and not overpopulated areas. And they didn't report that they were going to have to dump the fuel back to LAX. So they, they could have stayed out, gone higher up and stayed out over the Pacific Ocean, circled around and come back. But instead, they decided to go really? over populated areas. Yeah, right. and so the, the airline and the pilot are probably going to be facing uh, lawsuits and they're going to get in trouble for it. Uh, this. this is your captain. I'm going to ask everyone out there to do me a solid. Would you, uh,
4: would you stick with the story I'm about to tell
2: the <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
4: right, and there you go. That's a
2: B-foul. We got to take a break. We're going to do that very thing when we come back, though. We'll see if you've been paying attention. We'll have our lesson question and more.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out
6: WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
2: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question and give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show, which is going on this weekend. So you'll be able to catch it uh, tomorrow and Saturday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, I did not get a chance to look at these. I apologize. Uh, what activity is illegal in the Grand Canyon? How about that? Who knew? Two one five two six three wmmr What activity is illegal in the Grand Canyon? You heard that earlier this morning, then you are qualified to win that prize because you just might get through and be the person we're looking at to give the answer. Do it now. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve,
4: what stories do you have today, sir? Well, Will Smith admitting he was very jealous of Jada Pinkett Smith's relationship with the late Tupac Shakur and did not get along with him. Now that Tupac has been murdered, Smith says, they're cool. It's
9: over. <laughs> oh!
4: Aquafina saying that despite the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences making some headway they still have a long way to go in fostering inclusion the golden globe winning actress says that for every Aquafina who gets ahead there is a Tasani and an Evian waiting in the way <laughs> hey! And finally Wendy Williams under fire for mocking Joaquin Phoenix's apparent cleft palate during her show on uh, January 7th it's just very weird looking, said the daytime gossip queen, who is often mistaken for a hyena. <laughs> <laughs>
9: and that's how All right.
2: Thank you very much. Let's see if we can get an answer to the lesson question. It's simple. What activity is illegal in the Grand Canyon? I will go to Jason because he was the first through. Hey Jason, how you doing? I'm
10: great. How are you guys today? Wonderful.
2: Jason, what is illegal at the Grand Canyon?
10: Shaving, shaving.
2: You can... oh, yep, yeah, hey! Hey, I don't no know second, why. Going to get your information, and we are going to give you a uh, four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show, which is tomorrow and the 19th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can visit phillyhomeshow.com for tickets.
1: Let us do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on ninety-three-three WMMR.
9: Yeah! 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 All right.
2: <laughs> couple of stories to run by you. Uh, um, James Hetfield will make his first major public appearance since entering rehab last fall. Uh, and that will be January 30th when an exhibit features 10 of his classic custom cars. Uh, and this is opening with a ticketed reception at the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles. Uh, Hetfield will take part in a chat and help auction two of his ESP guitars at the event. What does he pr- uh, favor any particular...
4: Type of car, or is it just a general collection?
2: I, I think it's a general collection. He's got. Um, he's got. The, they're, so they're, they're named. He's got Reclaimed Rust, the James Hetfield collection. So he's got Voodoo Priest. Yeah. Based on a 37 Lincoln Zephyr, a 36 Auburn Roadster named Slowburn, and a. Dalla hay inspired thirty four package. So it sounds like everything from thirties. He does. These heavy, are amazing. Okay. We're, yeah. we're looking
4: at them right here, Preston. Look at up on the screen here. These are some amazing looking cars. He does have a fifty six
2: uh, Ford F one hundred pickup truck and a nineteen fifty three uh, Buick Skylark as well. What is the car? With a that... mint mal- with a white. Never mind. <laughs> oh,
5: mint, my green paint <laughs> with a white pause convertible it. top. Traction. All right. Anyway. Tr- yeah. Positive traction. Uh, what kind of car is Red Skull driving in? Uh, I think they just made that It's a modded
4: version. Okay. It's, it's built, I think, on a... That's a cool car. Yeah, it is. On a, I think it's on an extended Rolls chassis. Okay.
2: I don't know. Yeah. But it's badass. It's, it's, one, it's, it's one of my favorite movie cars. It's so cool. Yeah. So, Boy,
4: Red Skull could pick a good car.
2: Hetfield uh, has been largely out of the public eye since uh, last fall when Metallica canceled an Australian tour and announced that Hetfield was returning to rehab to battle his addictions. Chester Bennington's first ban. Uh, the Arizona-based Grey Days has released What's in the Eye, which is the first track uh, from the band's it's upcoming It's a cyst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an official radio signal, a uh, single, uh, Sickness. Sickness. Will arrive on February 5th. Hi, you're
4: listening to Calper at Night. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> He's God. He's a oh,
11: it's the latest one from
3: Lincoln Park.
4: It's called Sickness. Uh, this... I love
3: Calper at Night. You, you can...
4: like Calper at Night? This is a. He's the the, the hot blooded <laughs> evening DJ. This is a uh, this is a clip of uh, what's in the eye. <laughs> I don't know where the post is, but it's gonna be sick. <laughs> oh, that's not bad.
2: Well, this is his first band, Gray Days. Uh, so. Correction. The songs are from a new collection of re-recorded material from the two albums, Grey Days, released independently. Uh, Wake Me and No Sun Today. The surviving band members have reconstructed and reworked the songs with the help of guest musicians like Chester's 23-year-old son, Jamie Bennington, Korn's Brian Head Welch, and James Monkey Schaefer, uh, Bush's Chris Trainer, and more. Uh, the members of Grey Days spoke uh, with Krang Magazine about first working with Bennington. Uh, they said he and I, the drummer said he and I had... Um, a connection in writing music together. He was a genius in the ability to express his emotions and metaphor. So this is called "What's in the Eye," and that is from uh, Gray Days. Cowper after dark.
4: The tumult and the shouting dies. The captains and the kings depart. Still stands thine ancient sacrifice. <laughs> a humble and contrite heart. Here's a new one from Lincoln Park, and it's sick.
8: He just walked by. Did he? Yeah. he, he not I don't to think, think he, he has
4: any idea. He doesn't listen to us. He no. likes OGL. Yeah,
8: exactly.
2: What were you saying? What was that at the beginning? That's from Rudyard said. Kipling. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait
4: a minute. That's you know how FM DJs always just to have little pieces of yeah, poetry there yeah, and pop- yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely. But I d I didn't know you I didn't know you committed Kipling to memory. That's I awesome. love Kipling, yeah. All right more. I don't know. I've never kippled before. That's an old
4: joke. Kipples and bits.
2: Uh, Avenged Sevenfold has shared a previously unreleased track called Set Me Free, which was originally recorded for the band's 2013 album Hail the King. Uh, the song will be included on the... I'm hoping Calper shows better. Uh, included on the streaming version of the group's 2008 B-Sides collection Diamonds in the Rough, uh, which will arrive on February 7th. Uh, and my by- Poor Yorick. <laughs> I knew him well. <laughs> Wait, why are we playing
5: this? He's gonna front sell this song. Oh. What's the title again?
2: Uh I can't. It, it, 613. It, it,
4: this is 613. Blown on a night. Just a poise in the wind. This is Cowper after dark. <laughs> I missed the post.
5: Talking it up, you you point to me when it's it, here. Hey, sorry, it was like, I mean, Sixth Avenue Horlick. By the way, he
2: comes in, he comes in last second. I mean, I'm just sick,
3: sick. He's not an experienced evening DJ. Never
4: said I was good. <laughs>
3: All right, reminds me of Christopher Knight.
8: Christopher Knight, <laughs>
3: remember him? He was an evening DJ. I'm, I forget. Oh, not know, Peter, in Philly? Ph- not yeah. Peter
8: Brady, Chris Knight. Yeah.
3: No, no. Or may- wait, maybe it wasn't.
4: You're talking about uh, uh, Christian? Well, Kenny Knight was me. No, yeah. wait, hold on. Was it Christine Knight?
3: No, I thought it was Christopher Knight. Hold on.
4: Was it Michael Knight? Did he have a talking
2: car? Was... was this from back in your youth, Kathy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, that's going so uh,
4: going out to Kathy Romano. <laughs> She's a thick little honey with a cyst. out. <laughs> What radio station was it? You can remember. say. I don't no,
8: Sick like
3: honey with a cyst in her
4: mouth. Was was it? it wasn't oh, Christopher
3: geez. Knight. I fingered it.
8: Oh, my God. Was it Eagle 106? No, I and
3: mean, who was it? Who was
8: the... I know who you're talking about. It was a name like Christopher Knight, but I don't think that that's who it was. Yeah. J-Bo Jones? It was not J-Bo Jones. It was Jones.
3: <laughs> I think my friend hooked up with him.
8: What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Her friend. Oh,
4: right, right, in
2: quotation. No,
3: no, no. Out to barsky. Uh. You, uh, look where you're
4: going. Why don't you go where you're looking? Somebody will text it in, Kat. Yeah, somebody
3: <laughs> remind right. me. Anyway. Actually, I'll just text her and ask
4: her. All right.
2: <laughs> Who's that, a friend of yours? Yeah. Okay. Angels and Airways were forced to postpone the last five shows of its current North American tour this week. After what happened? Frontman Tom DeLong fell ill. Uh, an email to... You know what? He got sick. He
3: got sick. <laughs> so sick. <laughs>
4: Tom DeLong. Not a sickness out there in this world. <laughs> Tom DeLong. Who's <laughs> the <a> UFO enthusiast. <laughs> oh. uh,
2: okay. So anyhow, um,
4: he fell sick. Can I try a sound effect, Preston? Yeah, sure.
9: <laughs>
2: Here we go. An email uh, to ticket holders explaining that uh, explained that DeLong was hit with a nasty upper respiratory infection. Adding that uh, dates will be rescheduled to the spring. Huh. Angels and Airwaves have been touring for much of the past year. After last performing live in 2012, the band managed, uh, I mean, also reali- released uh, two new songs in 2019. Although the first full length album since 2014 has yet to materialize. And let's see here, a new documentary on the Beastie Boys called "Beastie Boys Story" will premiere this spring on Apple TV Plus and in selected IMAX theaters. Movie is directed by filmmaker Spike Jones, a longtime collaborator with the Legendary Trio, and is based in part on a stage show that Jones put together last year with surviving Beastie Boys members Adam Horvitz and Mike Diamond. Uh, the film, which also grew out of the Beastie Boys book that Horvitz and Diamond published in 2018, is described as an intimate personal story of the band and forty years of friendship. It reunites Jones with the band more than twenty-five years after he first worked with them on the video for their classic single sabotage.
4: Sabotage.
2: Uh, BC Boys Story will open in select IMAX theaters for a limited engagement starting on April 3rd and hits Apple TV Plus on April 24th, by the way. And one more thing there's a band that's got a gig tomorrow and their name is Saint.
5: Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, So my band is, is performing. At the Trap Tavern, you so.
4: gotta check these guys out. They're really
2: sick. So I'm, gi- I'm giving it a plug. You're doing a little uh, tomorrow y- night. You teased a little mini. I'm tribute. gonna do. I, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, so I I play a drum solo during the uh, during the set. It's in the first set. So if you get there early, probably catch All it. Right. It's right after a Zeppelin song, but I'm gonna do a little uh, nod to Neil Neil Peart a Neil in, nod in my uh, yes in my in my solo for those who are familiar with Neil, you'll pick up on it. Everybody else will have no idea, but I'm just going to throw a little thing in there that I whipped up last night, so I'll go home and rehearse it. Did you figure out what you were talking about, Kathy?
3: I see the bubble. She's literally texting me right now.
2: Okay, your friend?
8: But yeah. you, you were right. It's uh, Christopher Knight.
3: Is it? Yeah.
2: Okay.
8: What radio station?
3: Yeah. Uh, Christopher you... Knight, Between the Sheets, Star 104.5, she says. Okay,
2: Star 104.5.
4: I remember that station. She
3: in sent Between
4: the Sheets. My phone,
2: the
3: message <laughs> coming
4: through. Christopher Knight. What was the name of the station? Star 1045. Star 1045. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> sick. It's
3: sick. Christopher and Matt.
4: <laughs> uh. Christopher Knight. Well, we, I, you, we say Christopher Knight. You think of the Brady Bunch. That's who I think. Yeah, oh, and God. then
3: you guys threw me off because then I was like, wait, that can't be right. But apparently it was.
4: There's yeah. more than one. That was yeah. Peter Brady, right? There's room for many Christopher days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this world. Many well, Christopher days. That is
2: music news. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize and see what uh, Pierre's got cooking for you on this uh, day as we continue on towards Friday. But we got a little ways to go. He's going to have money and all kinds of stuff for you. So we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Here
1: we go. Here comes the M.M. Army. What's going
0: on? Join Casey Boy Friday from 4 to 6 at the Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention at the PA Convention Center. FillinArts.com for tickets and info. Hang with Brent Porsche Friday from 6 to 8 at the Motor Sports Race Car and Trade Show at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oates. Saturday from noon till 2, the NM Army rocks the Ashley Home Store winter sell-off at the Ashley Home Store on Route 130 in Delran.
1: 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks.
2: It is uh, on. It's the one. theme. Number of people are texting in, hey,
4: little sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, mm. today has been a cyst-filled cyst day morning. Cist a day. ton of ton yeah. of cyst stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're very cyst gendered today. And that we are. Uh, I want to thank Lou Diamond Phillips. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Lou. a premature exit though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but.
2: We got to finish uh, with a, a stand in for him on the show, and which you, is Casey. People didn't even notice. No, not, <laughs> not. Okay. hardly. No yeah. Idea. It was seamless. <laughs> um, Thick so and seamless. Thank you, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Prodigal Son is the show. Returns on Monday at uh, 9 p.m. on Fox 29. So back from the holiday break. Uh, so he was our only guest today. So that's the one and only thank you for today. Um, we got to do the letter of the day in case I need that switched so I don't hit the wrong thing. It looks like the gentleman who brings that letter is on his way. Yeah. In. I Actually, I got, Pierre, I got a text from somebody the other day who said, Preston, why can't just you do the letter? Because sometimes you're not quite ready, and that's fine. And I always go to, well, who's going to do the letter? And I end up having to ask Casey. And the reason being is I don't. I don't even keep track of the letters. No. I don't keep track. I I, I let this roll out on its own. It's something we determined would be cool to do with Pierre during this crossover. Mm. And uh, and sometimes you can't make it, so that's why I always go, who's going to do the letter cuz Casey knows what the word is. It's actually written down yeah. Yeah. out in the hallway, but Casey always looks Pierre
5: over. Pierre often doesn't know what the word is going to be until what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Well, no, not this. well, maybe sometimes. sometimes. You <laughs> not <yet>. Now, <clears throat>
6: actually originally Casey always did the letter yes mm-hmm. so early on i um when we started having these exchanges crossovers, crossovers. yeah um bill calls it crosstalk <laughs> uh when we have our crosstalk um we um uh when we have our exchanges uh, as you end and i begin um one time i remember early on i go oh could i do the letter okay. today and I asked if I could do it. I didn't intend to to steal it from you. Oh, well, you, you were one of the
4: original Letterman.
6: The, the, uh, I, the I am the, the, one the, the, of the, the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just seemed and natural. I was like David Letterman too, so <laughs> it made sense to me.
5: Yeah. Speaking of letters, I saw a gas station in uh, Delco yesterday in Drexel Hill. That's it, on the marquee. It said. Please stop stealing our letters. Really? Yes. So they had that up on their their signage. (laughs) That's Uh, great. Please stop stealing
6: our
8: letters. Anyway, I never
6: meant to steal your letter. Not at all.
8: Speaking speaking of signage, Nick, there was a sign yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, it was in Berwyn, Pennsylvania, right on um, uh, Route 30. It is the Frame Station Gallery. Casey was talking about an issue that he had with a framing issue, uh, a frame not being done the way that you had paid for it well, to be Well, they done. lost something. They lost something. And so uh, Betsy from the Frame Station Gallery called in, and uh, they put a, your uh, your name up on their <laughs> marquee <What>? outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pierre, it's up in the studio if you want to take a that's look. That's great. It says, hey, Casey boy, next time bring it to us. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's huh? great. That's awesome.
5: That's funny. That's great. By the way, uh, I had a savior uh, yesterday reach out to me who has uh, wristbands from the same concert, and he's going to give them to me. How That's awesome! Cool. Because he has other things that he's getting framed. And he's like, I don't really care about the wristbands. So, uh, yeah. Cool. So he's going to come and bring good. them by. I think still gonna not yours, one. but
6: not, I know. It's... I heard that whole segment. It was yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Be good. We have our own framer here at the station too. Uh, uh, Gail Fogle of Original Images. Yes. So, uh, Gail's great too. Cat was talking about, about her, her yesterday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shall we do the letter? I
1: think. All right.
6: Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now,
2: the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. T is in cross talk. Talk. All right, we got a T. Just like Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> One more letter to go, and we have an overnight stay. <laughs> at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, dinner for two and two tickets. See Aaron Lewis Saturday, May 30th at Ocean's Ovation Hall. Uh, tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. Uh, for more info about this and other shows at Ocean Casino Resort, Visit their new and improved website at theoceanac.com. Must be 21 years
6: of age or older to win that, but we give it away tomorrow, which should be pretty cool. Uh, what's
2: happening today's show,
6: man? We will do Sting. We, uh, actually, he's on sale today, by the way, and it's almost already sold out. It just went on sale, I think, at uh, 10 a.m. for the Met, uh, coming back May 1st with his My Songs tour, which you said you might go to, actually. I would love to go to that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you going to do Sting or The Police? I'm gonna combo. Okay,
6: yeah, cool. I think do both. I, I. There's good stuff in both. Well, I've, there's lots of good police. There's right. some really good stuff in Sting. Some of it's a little sleepy. But, Agreed. Yeah. But some of it's really good. Uh, so we'll do Sting. We will do REM and one of our MM barbecue bands. Uh, that's on sale tomorrow, of course. And we've got Easy Money at eleven a.m. and at one p.m. and the vinyl cut. Excellent. Excellent. All right, uh let's you see. We all said that at the we same did. time. We oh did.
5: God.
6: That was sick. Uh, un I, th- simpatico. I, I loved that uh show by that guy. Oh, uh, Cowper after dark? Yeah. yeah. Cowper after dark. Uh, I mean it was just it it, it was sick. <laughs>
2: I mean, Can you say I, it
6: like uh, Cowperwood? Sick. Yeah, cool.
2: You got it. Sick. sick. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Brought today by Acme, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, the official supermarket of the Presidency Show. Also by Hers, Forever Good. Yeah. And Wawa. Gotta have a Wawa. Tomorrow on the program, uh, we are going to have in studio comedians Kurt Metzger and uh, Louis Gomez is going to cool. be here as well. Uh, we'll also have our uh, former calendar girl and uh, TV reality TV TV gal, yeah, star at this point. On uh, um, what show? Very Cavallari. On uh, uh, <laughs> Brittany Taylor, will be here tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I don't you care. don't watch it? I do. Yeah, I don't
4: care
8: either.
2: And uh, we have a studio cam tomorrow. Marlo
5: Marquis. Yes. Yeah, so us. she's going to be appearing at the uh, tattoo arts convention this weekend. By the way, I will be there tomorrow night oh. from like four to six. Listen, Troy and, and everybody from Philadelphia Eddies is going to be there. They have Ink Master Stars, are going to be there. I'm going to actually stop by and see Bob Dodge tomorrow. He's going to be there all weekend as well. Cool. He's the,
4: uh, well, this is the biggest one in the country,
5: in the country right?
9: Yeah, 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 buddy.
2: That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day.
5: And we'll see you tomorrow, night.
6: Bye-bye. <laughs> the Greston and Steve love you. I hate you. Live.
7: Uh, I got a cold, runny nose, uh, stuffy, sick. totally sick.
11: yeah. Next message.
7: Steve Morrison singing Goldfinger is everything.
11: His heart is gold! Next message. Goldfinger! Oh,